Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is an Extra 106.3 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 106.3 FM or download the Extra 106.3 app. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer House of Going 303 with Pete Davis, sidekick, producer, and sports raconteur extraordinaire. And the mechanical mangler at the controls, and we know him as Flounder. Know the day I was born. 303 House of Going. Here's a phone number, 404-741-1230. Let's play the music here, Flounder. I never get to play this song. Yeah, we'll get you tell me. That I was bad to the ball. I love this stupid song. Anyway, Pete Davis, what's new in the mountains of Macon, sir, my friend? You know we got Pop-Tarts, right? Uh, I, I, we uh, pop tarts are allowed in America. Yes, we. Uh, I, although I don't, I've never been a fan, but I know what they are. I think I've had them years, many years ago. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know why we don't have mom tarts? Uh, well, because they would have to have bumps on them. It wouldn't fit in a toaster. <laughs> oh, hi. oh, sorry. No, <laughs> probably not. Because right. of the pastryarchy. The pat. <sighs> Dear God. Uh, yeah, do you have like a list of these or was there a website <laughs> or, oh, God, <laughs> pastryarchy. Oh, hey. And Flounder, how you doing in there, my friend? And uh, sitting in the dark with all that stuff to do every, every single day. It's incredible. How's I it going? I choose to <laughs> sit in the dark because of these jokes I hear every day. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, <laughs> I feel like taking an early vacation myself. Uh, anyway, um, uh, and how's uh, Miss Veronica? I, I, don't, I shouldn't talk about her publicly, I guess. Both, She's doing well. She's it, pretty much. Uh, well and recovered from okay. the allergic uh, and little infection doggy she Winston, had. And Winston's, Winston's doing well, and yeah, Lucas and, and is doing Lucas, it. The and then I've got a video I need to send. Oh you yeah, that we, you can we post. Got, and any do they play? I'd love to see yes. a video of them. Play. Well, you, you've got to do that. I mean, believe me, my, my Facebook fans go nuts for stuff. All this animal stuff, Absolutely. but it makes them feel all better. So whatever. And when you get a chain, you know, I, the more you got, if you feed me one every day, I'll put it on Facebook every day. I'll put it that way because they love this kind of stuff, and so do I. There's not, although there's nothing like kissing a horse. I know it sounds stupid. There's nothing like having a great big old horse. Uh, Jack the Good Boy was a. I mean, he he really was serving. Mean, we had a thing. We had a whole thing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, and, oh, and by the way, speaking of that, the reason I uh, I, I go to the. A stable where I used to have Jack the Good Boy, uh, and I go there on, on Saturdays and Sundays and take a bunch of videos, and then during the week when I can't go there, I, I post a video, usually one or two every day, Monday through Friday, uh, and I realized the reason I was going to, I talked yesterday about shaving my beard off is because when I take some of the selfie videos with the horses, I realize I can see my face and I look like crap. I look like a rag picker, and so. I, but I love my beard. But I love the feel of it. I, at night when I pull the sheets up, I just I love my beard. But it looks like crap. And so I was going to shave it off yesterday. And the, uh, 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 the Kimmer babes, I got I got the response from Kimmer babes said, no no no, don't shave it, don't shave it. You know, just uh, just keep it on there. So I don't know. I don't know. Query. Yeah, query. I have a, a point of query here. Yeah, what are you calling? Oh, uh, sorry. For, <laughs> query. For those of us. Who were born in the 20th century. Yeah. What the hell is a rag picker? 
I don't I have no idea. I, I, my mother used to my mother used to use that phrase where they got it back in the nineteen thirties. You know who knew? They were born in nineteen eighteen. You know my parents. So <laughs> I look like a rag picker. I guess the guy who picks rags. I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't. I have no idea. Uh, you know what? You yeah. know what? She probably was saying rag peddler. No, it was rag picker. Believe me, there was no, there was no. Uh, again, I don't know what it is. It was just a phrase back in early America, I guess. Oh, uh, anyway, God, we got a weird show today. There's it's, uh, so many goofy, bizarre things. Again, let me get. We love phone calls. If you want, it's a uh, letter up Tuesday, four zero four seven four one twelve thirty one two three zero, and uh, a million things going on here, including we'll talk about. Uh, the FBI, the Federal Gestapo of Investigation, apparently they were really dedicated to get to the bottom of the Fulton County websites being hacked by this Bitcoin company, the International Lockbit, they call it, the biggest hacked groups in the world, held Fulton County ransom after cyber attacks. And the word was that Fulton County paid what they wanted. When you get a cyber attack, you either pay or they shut you down and release everything to the public. So no, Fulton County still hasn't said, but apparently the FBI caught the guys. And now, whether they were paid and get the money back, I don't know. But apparently, the uh, federal Gestapo of investigation caught the Bitcoin, the Lockbit people, who apparently are Russian. And so, uh, so that that was the good news. Uh, there's some things that are still there. People have still not gone back to work because they had to shut everything down because nothing was working in Fulton County. Uh, one third of the county phone services have been restored. The property tax system still cannot make electronic payments. Water bills can't be paid online. Uh, so there's things that are still screwed up because of this. But at least, apparently, they caught the guys. Uh, which uh, apparently the only reason they, they uh, were so dedicated to finding them is that apparently the uh, the uh, uh, Christopher the Cossack Ray, the disgrace of Atlanta, the uh, director of the federal Gestapo investigation, apparently told them that if they work really hard, uh, the, uh, they believe that Donald Trump was behind it all. So they said, boy, we're going to get to the bottom. We're going to get that Trump, sir. We're going to get him for you. And darn, it was a Russian crap. Maybe we can. Li- oh, my God. We can link Trump and the Russian hackers and get them that way with another indictment. Oh, my God. Dun, 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 dun. Maybe Fanny the uh, floozy from Fulton County uh, can, uh, can I put her uh, boy, her ex now boy lover. On the case here. That would be wonderful. Anyway, 309. Uh, oh, oh, um, oh, by the way, when someone hacks you, I still there's got to be a way to do this. It, it seems to me if someone hacks your phone or your iPad, your, you know, your social stuff, why isn't there a way for some genius to figure out a way to send a signal back to the guy who did it and burn everything in his possession and send a laser into his eyes? Like, you know, what, uh, one laser goes into everything, every, every social, electronic thing in his house or his business or anything he's ever touched, and it destroys everything, uh, and the other laser goes into his eyes. I mean, I, I, there's got to be a way for someone to design that. When you get hacked, it goes, it goes right back to the hacker. Hmm. I don't understand it. You mean like a return to sender? Like a return, exactly, exactly. See, leave it to the Gen Z people. Uh, are you Gen Z? Uh, are you no, Gen no, Xers? I'm not, I'm not Gen, Gen Z. Gen Z's a little one. Now they're, by the way, have you heard of Gen Alpha? Have you heard, have you heard, you haven't heard of that? We'll, we'll talk about the, a woman whose uh, Gen Alpha daughter is complaining about names like Ashley uh, <laughs> are so old-fashioned now. <laughs> Gen, Gen Alpha, that means they're asleep half the time. Exactly. Anyway, we got that. And also, speaking of that, and by the way, we have story. We got stuff. We'll talk about the FBI. We'll talk about uh, Julian Assange. I kind of had forgotten 
the facts of the case. And I just read the story again. Today, he's trying to get out of being sent to America, where they're going to put him in prison for many, many years. He's already been in prison, trying to avoid prison, ironically. Also, the story of the porn star, and I know who this is. I know who this is. Uh, I mean, I don't know her, and she's not my type, and I never, I don't really care about her. I mean, but she uh, committed suicide, Cagney Lynn Carter. And if you're uh, an adult male who looks at adult movies in uh, any time in your life, she was 36 years old. She'd been doing porn for 20 years, and or 19 years, I guess, uh, uh, and or more, I guess, 20 years. And she uh, killed herself, put a shotgun in her mouth and killed herself. And, and it just, you know, uh, wow, uh, just horrible. I, I, in fact, I, uh, I did, God, well, I, she wasn't a porn star, but when, when I, after I got divorced in my neighborhood, when I moved out and moved to my own place, my neighborhood, there was a girl who used to work at the Gold Club, a redhead, and they called, she called herself Cinnamon. And uh, and she I used to ha- she had two little doggies. He used to hang around. They'd come and see me in my garage when I was out there. So they'd come running in to play with me. So that's how I got to meet her. Um, and she was a, she worked at the Gold Club. I mean, it's a big, Gold Club's big time Charlie stripper center, you know, with all kinds of special rooms and everything. And she tried to get me to go out with her. We actually did spend a little time with her. Never uh, kissed her once. She kissed me once, I think, but I never touched her uh, or anything like that. But you could tell from the way her behavior was that she really didn't respect men. That she, you know, she knew she could control them, and she, she was obviously. I mean, I felt bad. I felt bad for all of my. I mean, to be brought up to, to have that kind of, um, oh, I don't know, uh, p- uh, power, but in a sort of a really negative sense for your own lack of self-esteem. Kind of, you know, you're willing to use yourself to be powerful toward men. Do I don't know. I did the whole thing just kind of creeped me out. And I and I and plus I, I don't think I could have ever I mean she wasn't my type so it wasn't nothing was going to happen but I didn't even want to really get involved with it. she was sweet she was you know but but again she was bossy she was she you know it's like she knew exactly how to handle me or any other guy uh, we, I went to a bar once with her down the street or something and she you know she kind of took over and I thought you know this is what the you know uh, these strippers and this girl uh, 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 Cagney Lynn Carter died by suicide and they said she was messed up for a while she had a big fight with um, Chris Brown. And then it went public on social media and stuff, and then uh, it was just horrible. Anyway, I, I, but we do have some happy uh, entertainment news of lovers and so forth, however. Well, I, I just, I, I'll bet you there are guys right now saying, oh, my God, Cagney Lynn Carter. I'll, bet you, I'll guarantee you that there, if you've watched porn, you've seen her. If you've seen, yeah. you know, X Hamster or Pornhub or whatever they are, I don't, I, I'm not familiar with them, uh, then you've probably seen her. Uh, and well, she's dead. On, uh, on a lighter note, yeah. there's a really funny joke that can be associated with this, but I'm not going to say it. Well, no, you should because it's a funny joke, and we're going to a break. It's a perfect timing. Now, Pete Davis, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, you bastard. You can't set me up like that. No, Leave me hanging. I, I, <laughs> oh, my God. No, just, just think, just think how, how she killed herself. Well, something in her mouth. I, well, yes, yeah, she took one final. Well, I don't. I guess there's a lot of ways you could go with that one. <laughs> I thought the top of her head was coming clean off. I just anyway. want to know that you said it, not me. <laughs> 313. Not me. Holy smokes, it's only Tuesday. <laughs> oh, my God. Give her Pete and Flounder. All right, look out. Here, jeez. Good start. <laughs> Hell <laughs> of Give her Pete and Flounder 318 on 1063.
Partridge family. David Cassidy, otherwise known as Donk. Even his mother admitted that for a reason I'll mention later. 2017, David Cassidy told everybody, I think I love you. And then he said, by the way, I'm also suffering from dementia. It was two days after what appeared to be a drunken performance at a concert in California. David Cassidy told the magazine People that both his grandfather and mother uh, had had the disease in later life. David Cassidy died from liver and kidney failure in 2017. He was 67. And his uh, he was known as Donk because he had uh, part of his anatomy was like a donkey. <laughs> Even his mother. Who is it? Shirley... Uh, jo- Shirley Jones, is that that hot blonde in the Partridge family? And who's the girl with that, that hottie with a little chin, a loving dimple thing there? Uh, Susan Day. Susan Day. Yikey, wikey, yike, nike, nike, nike. You know, you can actually do a story about him without mentioning the dog. It, just, it, it doesn't have to be every time. I just, the dog well, story. I just think it's funny that even his old mother's, oh, yeah, he was really big. He had a tremendous, you know. <laughs> it's it's kind of sad. I think I love you, but I can't remember who you are. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, well, look at Pete Davidson, that stupid comedian, so-called comedian. I, I get, you know, and I really don't know. I've never actually seen him. I mean, I've seen him, I think, for eight seconds, but I don't know anything about him. But he's known for his tremendous schnucka schnuck schnucka. Uh, and, uh, and that's, you know, and he says he knows that he's known for that. And that's why the girls, he gets, he gets all the hotties. And they use them for a while, and then they've had enough, and they move anyway, whatever. Uh, our birthday list includes Patty Hearst. Former Symbionese Liberation Army captive and turned in the Stockholm Syndrome, the heiress, Patty Hearst, 70 years old today. What a life she has lived. Holy cow. Well, you know, she's another one. It's like every other week, something's up about her. No one cares about her. Yeah, well, it's just the fact. I just don't understand. It's well, like you didn't live week, it, though. There's something in this, yeah. in this thing, though. I did live it. I remembered. I was well, bored at the time with it. Some rich girl who decided to go with the crazy communist. That's not who cares? what. Oh, my God. All right. Well, fine. I guess I'm going to have to go uh, screen these with you no, first. No, no. I'm before. just saying who, whoever puts those lists together yeah, I know. Is, well, it's, is absolutely fixated on her. Well, but it's, it's a thing. I mean, she's on the birthday list, uh, so, you know, no, what is it? Yeah. Nobody, well, rem- nobody oh my cares. God. No she's a person. That. Oh, my God. Well, no, she's I think not. She gonna... was a little blip rich girl that, that did it something was a, bad. Jimmy she Carter was partner was an enormous story. Oh, my else. God. Oh, my freak. Nobody's the life oh, was Jesus, ever Mary affected by Joseph. whatever her name was. Well, no, it's, uh, oh, God. <laughs> it is, not, 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 not any of us lives were affected. What are you talking about? The whole country was in an uproar in the 70s about terrorism and the Nobody Black Panthers. Cared. And now the Symbionese Liberation Army were all black guys and the no, Black Panthers no, no. and the upheaval in American no, culture. My God, it was enormous it was the story. Hearst family. Oh my God, it was the I can't freaking That's believe the only reason this. The media it was cared. enormous. Nobody it cared. It was huge. It was an enormous story in right America. And the oh, fifth grade bunch at Columbia Elementary, such none of us were discussing this. <laughs> <laughs> none of us were discussing this at Columbia Elementary. I'm telling you right now. Well, elementary school, no Shinola. That's my point. Oh, my There's God. There's no pizza today. Well, oh, Lord. <laughs>
<laughs> hey, they got ice cream cones. <laughs> yes, the milkshake. Oh, sell. lordy. Well, let's do this. Let's have a little. Oh, by the way, I have phone calls. So are you guys. We got uh, Gary and Swatum. I'll be right with you. Three twenty-two. Uh, historical note, which I think is important. And by God, I'm going to read it whether you like it or not. And I'm sure Pete's going to have a problem with it. Uh, Nineteen forty-two. He downed five Japanese bombers that were attacking the carrier Lexington. Two months later, he was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor by President Roosevelt. Then he went back to the war, led the nighttime fighter attack on a Japanese aircraft carrier, but his luck had run out. He was shot down and killed. He was the Navy's first fighter ace of World War II. He was Lieutenant Butch O'Hare. And in 1949, Chicago named its airport after him. Side note, Butch O'Hare's father was an accountant, and he worked closely with mobster Al Capone. And the elder O'Hare turned against Scarface and helped convict him of tax evasion. And now I, I every year when the, that story comes out at yeah. the anniversary, no, I no, read the no, story, no, no. and old Mr. Poopy no. Pants over here is saying, no, no, Oh, God, no, nobody no. cares about Butch O'Hare either. no. no. First of all, it's not every year. It's biannual at least. And secondly, I do It's an anniversary. How can it be biannual? I'm telling you, I'm trying to give you a compliment here. That store used to take 20 minutes. (laughs) Well, I used to talk about the fighting back by the enemy aircraft. Yes. I've narrowed it down a little. I don't have that much time left. After the end of the 20-minute diatribe, I could go we all any- would look at each other and go, that's could, the payoff? It's got to be shorter. I could go any minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, 324. Oh, I promise you'll call. I swear to God. I swear to God. Uh, our 3 o'clock hour, well, they're going to be embarrassed about this now. I'd like to apologize to our friends at First Liberty Building and Loan. I swear to God. I, I promise you people, tomorrow, where the 3 o'clock hour is going to be something you'll be very proud of. If you need to finance and grow your business, Business and then visit firstlibertyga.com. All right, there you go. God bless you folks for hanging with us. Okay, Gary's on the phone, 324, camera Pete and Flounder. Gary, thanks for waiting. I apologize. What's going on? What's up? Hey, you'll be happy to know that there is such a thing called a rag picker. Uh, but the, uh, a rag picker really was the predecessor of the current day dumpster diver. Oh, no kidding. Well, that makes yeah. sense. And they Looking used for to go racks, through yeah. the trash and stuff, and pick pick up stuff that they could end up selling, you know, to paper mills or whatever, um, and and basically uh, that's where the name came I'll from. I'll be darned. Well, I, in fact, I don't know whether you're old. You don't sound old enough, but I remember days, and I guess they probably still do it. But we used to uh, take in bottles for two cents. Oh uh, man, hey. Kimmer, you're not that much older than me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we used, there used to be a lot of things like that. If I'm trying to remember, uh, where we kids would do stuff for a dollar here and uh, fifty cents there, and, and something pretty cool. So anyway, Absolutely. well, I thought, yeah. thanks, Gary. I really appreciate it. Uh, see, there you are, a rag picker uh, history with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. And Swatum, you're on the radio. Well, hey, little board. I was young and needed the money. <laughs> Is that what you had to do when you were little? <laughs> <laughs> Swatum, you're on the radio, man. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Yes, sir. Hey, I have a couple of jokes, like dog jokes kind of stuff for you. Okay. Hey, what's what's a pink but smell like red paint? What's pink but smells like red paint? Pink paint. Yes. <laughs> yep, you got that right. Good one. I know what, I'm uh, off by this time. Yes, sir. Go ahead. One more. What's a, what's a definition of democratic socialist for you? Uh, the Biden administration? No. 
Democratic socialist is the person who wants everything you own except your job. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good way and, of putting it. <laughs> and the last one, this porn star, the porn star that was killed. Yeah, yeah. Was she shooting porn with uh, Alec Baldwin? Uh, well, oh, hey, hi-oh, very, oh, hey, look, I, he, he put the two cases together there, it's right to him, oh, hey, oh, sorry. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of, you know, here, here's the other thing, I'm, I, I mentioned, you know, there, there ought to be some electronic way of getting back people who steal your, you know, who, who hack you, and electronic devices, there ought to be some way to sending the signal back and just ruining them forever and blinding them and everything else. I'd love to have some way to do the same thing, honestly. God, when I go home, when I start going home now these days, it's pretty light. It's still pretty light. But by the time I get home, it's dark. Halfway home, it starts getting dark enough where the headlights come on. And I promise you, I'll bet you 40% of the cars coming my way at me have their high beams on. I, I mean, it, it, maybe, maybe, 30, maybe 30%. But again, I mean, a whole crap load. And I can't, and, and even lines of cars, so they're blinding the people in front of them. And the same thing happens with the cars behind me. It happens every night going home. There's at least two or three cars behind me with their freaking high beams on. And there's, what are you supposed to, you know, if you, you know, lean out the window, tell them you to go like this, well, yeah, that's going to work. And, and if you hold your hand up to the, to the mirror, now, luckily, my car, and I think all, probably all modern cars, Pete, you can, you have a fairly new car, too. Uh, they've done, they've done something to the window coating, so it's not as bad as it used to be. You know, 34, when I was a kid growing up, if someone had their high beams in your rear view mirror, you couldn't drive. I mean, it, you were blinded. Nowadays, that's not the case. I think the coating on the glasses and everything is totally, and, and also the coating on the rearview mirror, so it does, it's not really that bad. But it pisses me off that they're deliberately putting their high beams on. And you know if your high beams are on because a little blue light comes on. I mean, I, 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 wish were, I wish I had that, like the James Bond thing where I had I, flying out of my exhaust pipe is like grease or oil, so they go skidding into, you know, into, the, into the, somebody else's lane of traffic. Or, you know, ooh, ooh, even better. Oh, my God, there's got to be some way. It's like, you know, isn't there a phone thing where you can deaden everybody's phone signal? Isn't there like a little box device? Yeah, it's, a, it's illegal. Well, I don't care about the legality. I want a device that when somebody's got their high beams on behind me and my behind my car, that I can hit a box and aim it like it back at their car and push a button and it shuts down their engine. How about that? I just freaking freezes the motor. Get, get a laser pointer and just point it back at them. Well, uh, well, that's a, I mean, that's a little too uh, obvious where they know that I did it. And I, I want something to be where they wouldn't know what happened. All of a sudden, their car died. See what I mean? Or, or, or spray Passive it with freaking aggressive. oil so they go sliding off the road. You know what I mean? Something like that would be really fun. So if, if anybody it. can come up with an idea like that, I'm willing, I'm willing to pay. Martin's on the line. I think he's got one. Martin, you're on the radio, man. Thanks. What's going on? Welcome. Yo, I don't know if I need to say anything other than the name. How about retina burners? I'm sorry, say it again? Retina burners. Oh, retina burner. I love it. I, that's exactly uh, what I'm looking for. Can you do that for me? I think there's an uh, opportunity here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it was just an idea. All right, thanks, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying. Honestly, I just and again, it's not that big a deal because again, the glass is so much better than it used to be. But it's it's not like they're blinding me, but it's annoying. I mean, it's just it's well, deliberately annoying, and they're doing it because they don't give a damn about me or anybody else. 
There's two other problems with this, and Gwendolyn points out that a lot of these LED lights are much brighter than the normal yeah. lights, and everybody's driving these SUVs and trucks that are so the high higher, up, yeah, yeah. they look like they're bright. Yeah, that's true. Good point. That's why I don't fire a, a couple of rounds or anything, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm showing my uh, discipline. Uh, 3.30, Kevin Pete and Flounder. <laughs> Yay me. Look out. Here we go. Three thirty-four. How you doing, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder? Tuesday. Stones action. <laughs> I don't know this song. Uh, Two thousand eight. On this day, a nineteen seventy-six Rolling Stones album bought for three dollars at a car boot sale. A car boot sale? Is that a tire? What's a boot? A tire? I thought that was a trunk. The boot. The boot is the trunk in England. Well, what the hell is a car boot? A trunk sale? Car trunk sale? They have stuff yeah, out of your trunk like a flea market car. kind of deal? Okay, no, three dollar. Uh, I think I bought for three bucks a Stones album, nineteen seventy six, at a at a car boot sale. <laughs> Sold for five thousand dollars at an auction. It was black and blue LP signed. By John Lennon. Again, this was a Stones album. It was signed by John Lennon, Yoko Ono, Paul and Linda McCartney, and George Harrison, as well as members of the Rolling Stones. Holy crap! The seller obtained the album after haggling the cost down from five dollars, and he got it for three, and, and he sold it at auction for only five grand. Hell, that with those signatures, that's hard to believe. Well, wow! I mean, I can't believe that was 2008. He got five grand for all those signatures? Holy Beatles and Rolling Stones a, and Yoga. Wow. Anyway, well, whatever. It's a great song. Not not one of their better albums. They were in, experimenting with reggae. It wasn't one of the yeah. better albums. But that's a that's an underappreciated song, Hand of Fate. Really? Yeah, Flounder, do you know that song? Are you a, a Stones uh, album? Uh, I mean, I'm not guy? too familiar with this album, but I do remember, like Pete said, that they were kind of influenced by uh, kind of Jamaican yeah, was this the, was this after their uh, reggae or their uh, steel? What are they, the uh, Maharishi Harishi guy stuff? There, that was the Beatles. They didn't really get into that. Oh, that's, that's right. That was the Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keith Richards so didn't buy they're, that they're, crap. They're different than the Stones, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> bad boy. <laughs> I can see why you get them mixed up. You, you being a moron and all that. You being an idiot. Yeah. It's easy. Easy to see the mix well, up. Well, sure. They're both rock and roll, both that long hair. I mean, come on. Oh, my God. Remember, remember yesterday how I said I was going to treat every day like it's a holiday? <laughs> Well, I, I got to stop this day drinking, I guess. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> Our birthday list. Well, here we go back, back in time. Buffy St. Marie, 83 years old. You know who that is? Flounder, you ever heard that name, Buffy St. Marie? No. Uh, Pete Davis, you probably know her, right? You don't know? Oh, my God. Can you get any, any song? Buffy St. Marie, she's an old folk singer, and she had a voice like this. It was very uh, vibrato. Uh, she was very, very well known for her style of singing, one of the early folk song singers. 
Buffy St. Marie, uh, and influenced a lot of people back in the day. I think this was before Dylan and everything else. I mean, she was uh, she was a force in the 50s and early 60s, uh, Greenwich Village-type uh, daddy-o and beatniks type stuff. Uh, Buffy St. Marie. Well, he'll, he'll play a second here when he gets some. Uh, and on this day in history... Oh, i got to get my uh, froggy here. Uh, 1962, John Glenn made space history when he circled the Earth three times in four hours and 55 minutes, the first American to orbit the Earth. He was aboard Friendship 7 Mercury capsule. He witnessed the so-called Devil's Cigarette Lighter in space where all those sparks went flying. Uh, he was the first... Uh, American to circle the Earth. The first American in space was Alan Shepard. Uh, before that, anyway, here's Buffy St. Marie. If you remember correctly. He's only 31, and he's only 17. He's been a soldier for a thousand years. He's a Catholic, a Hindu, an atheist, a Jain, a Buddhist. And a Baptist and a Jew. All walk into a bar. <laughs> what's the name? Of, I, I don't know what's the song. What's the name of this song? Uh, Universal Soldier. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. Anyway, this is what she did. She was a, she was a folk song singer. Well, that's pretty music. I mean, she played a guitar. And she has a, you know a little uh, extra that, vibrato. But what? That voice would get annoying I know. really quick. I, I know. Yeah, well, anyway, sounds like a sheep. I, well, that, again, that's why I mentioned it because she was different. But she was definitely a force back in uh, in my day, huh. listening to uh, to a folk music. When it, folk music, believe me, folk music was huge. Uh, first, you know, going if you went to college in the early early to mid sixties, and you knew somebody with a guitar, he definitely would be playing, you know, Woody Guthrie and uh, Peter Paul and Mary and and uh, you know all that, you know, real uh, Guthrie or who's the uh, Alice's Restaurant guy, all those guys playing Carlo all those guys. Carlo Guthrie, yeah. Anyway. Uh, just, uh, just, uh, all right, there you go. All right, 339, okay. 404-741-1230. I just giggled like a little girl there. What the hell was that? I don't know. <sighs> Lord. Anyway. <laughs> it's the estrogen. Uh, it, probably the estrogen. I kind of feel like a girl. Uh, a couple of news here. I'm mean, give some news headlines out here, see what's going on. First of all, oh, I, by the way, I'm ser- you freaking Democrats, and they're doing it again in Congress. I am not going to feel guilty. As the Democrats continue to claim that if we don't come together and pass the so-called bipartisan foreign aid bill, that Ukraine will lose the war and Russia will take over and we'll be responsible. It'll be America's fault for not giving the money that another country needs to defend themselves. And, and, And by the way, that's exactly, exactly the same argument that was made in the 60s after the Gulf of Tonkin resolution. Well, if we don't help South Vietnam, guess what? They're going to take South Vietnam, they're going to take Thailand, they're going to take Cambodia, they're going to take Laos, and that's the ballgame. If you get all those communists in all that entire Southeast Asia, holy crap. So I said, oh, well, geez, we can't have that. I'm telling you now again. I'm you know I'm a little biased because you know I was there. I'm sorry, uh, but but again I'm just, I'm sick and tired of it, trying to be made feel guilty because I don't think we should be spending billions and billions of dollars over there. And and, and by the way, for what? Uh, what have we seen? What what's the results? Where, where's the money going? As last I heard, we were paying for their uh, retirement benefits for school teachers. We were paying for their restaurants to stay open. Uh, we were taking care of uh, health care for the kids, schools, and stuff. We were taking care of their, of their civilian life and their military budgets, too. What the hell? We've spent more money than their entire budget of Ukraine. Yeah. We're protecting their border, but not ours. But speaking of borders, have you heard this? I saw this last night. I couldn't believe it. 
California is an open border state. California is a sanctuary state. And there's a place in California. I saw that guy that looks like the uh, the uh, br- uh, brawny paper towel guy. Uh, he was on the border, and he, I think it was that he was the guy, or one of Mnuchin, one of those guys. Anyway, he's on the. There's a place in on the border of California and Mexico where it's just open. They just walk right in. And I have the notes here. Uh, in California, in the last four months, four months, twenty thousand Chinese men have come into California. 20,000 Chinese alone, Chinese men, in four months. And by the way, they all get free health care, and if they want a sex change, they get a free sex change. Do you, you hear what they said, What the reason they came over? Oh, what's that? For the money. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Of course, these people aren't refugees from tyranny. I mean, you know, I mean, they, I mean, this is unbelievable. All those, you know, all those 20-somethings, single, uh, you know, able-bodied men by the hundreds of thousands just walking into America. And again, 20,000 Chinese in four months. The, the Chinese have expanded their entry into America by something like 400 percent. Or was it 4,000 percent? Oh no! I always no. I think I saw a chart. If I I didn't write it down, but in my memory, I thought I got to have a little teeny bit left. I remember seeing in in fiscal year 2020, I believe in California, they caught 450 Chinamen. This year, four months this year, 20,000. 450, 20,000. Well, look at it this way: we do need some work on the railroads. So good point. And plus, it may have just been you know four or five guys, and he just kept going because you know how you're going to be able to. Well, anyway. I don't know. It's, I, I can't believe that 20,000 and just Chinamen in four months, for God's sakes. Also, I get the biggest freaking kick out of this. Uh, pff, the, de- the dead Russian activist, uh, they, they say he, he died, you know, the guy, Navalny, or uh, Navalny, I think it was, as I pronounce it. And his wife says, you know, they murdered him. So, and apparently he was, he was going to be a martyr because they knew if he, he knew if he returned to Russia, they were going to put him back in prison. He got out, and then they were going to put him back. If he went back, and he went back, and they put him back. Uh, but they, the Russians are calling it, uh, he was, you know, it was a terrible accident or just, you know, natural cause. They called it the sudden death syndrome. Yeah, normally when they come to you and then they kill you, you become a subject victim of the sudden death syndrome, where they suddenly make you die. <laughs> what a bunch of, oh, well, it was the sudden death syndrome. It's like, well, he stopped breathing and the brain went dead. So it was kind of a, you know. <laughs> well, they retired him from breathing. Did <laughs> yeah, you see right. where Putin actually <laughs> elevated the prison uh, chief? basically <laughs> gave him a promotion. Yeah, who accidentally left him out and left him on the cold, you know, for five or six days in the, in the snowbank. 80 below zero or whatever. My God. I mean, come on. I mean, it's, just, uh, it's just unbelievable. Oh, one more kind of a newsy thing, which I thought was hysterical. I shouldn't be laughing, though. The governor of Louisiana says the crime is so bad that the governor of Louisiana has declared a state of emergency. And he's demanding that they start tracking all the illegal immigrant crime. Uh, and my, uh, we, I mean, we could do a whole show on just the crime of illegal immigrants who have been caught recently. Hell, that one guy in New York who was kicking the police in the face, he's also be a, a charged now behind, a, behind bars finally because they let him out twice uh, with three other crimes. Well, after he beat the cop. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Did, did you see up in New York City where the cops wa- went into a migrant center to arrest some guy for some crime? Yeah. And the migrants attacked the cops. Yeah, throwing stuff basically. at them and hitting what? Yeah. And there's one overweight black cop, 
and she's waving her baton around like it's a magic wand, <laughs> barely, bar- I mean, barely flicking her wrist, acting like that's going to scare or intimidate yeah. anybody. And the only person she hit was a fellow cop in the back of the head. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, keep going. Yeah, put up with us. Go ahead. I mean, this is it's, uh, you could honestly you could Google the crime in New York or crime in America, crime in big cities, illegal immigrants, and you wouldn't stop reading. You, you don't have that kind of time. Anyway, it's quarter four already. How you doing? All right, we, we'll uh, we'll uh, uh, Ben Lowe, Jen Lowe, and uh, Jennifer Gardner all getting together, and it might be interesting. We got some little, like love stuff coming up for you, and why you shouldn't go to New York at all. Uh, Kevin O'Leary and Joe Rogan says he knows who's going to be on the uh, ticket for the Democrats. Coming up next, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Beach Boys, baby. The Deuce Scoop was a 1932 Ford. The Deuce being the 32, if I recall correctly. And uh, Flathead and everything else. Man, oh, my. I gotta love Hot Rods. Brian Wilson and the boys, 2004. And this day, Brian Wilson kicked off an 11-date British tour at the Royal Festival Hall. The show saw Brian Wilson performing the full suite of songs from his unreleased masterpiece, Smile, which was Brian Wilson's teenage symphony to God. I don't know anything about that. Do you know about that, Flounder? Are you, you, are you not in the loop on that one? Huh. Uh, Pete, do you know anything about the uh, his album "To God"? Is a teenager, Brian Wilson. I'll be damned. Uh oh, we lost Pete. We lost Brother. There he is. No, no, I didn't have mine up. I didn't. Oh, have mine uh, up. Well, I got scared for a second. I, I, I know I got scared. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, four, uh, three fifty-two. Uh, our birthday list includes uh, Rihanna. Uh, the lovely singing lady is thirty-six. Years old today. And, really? Yeah. I, I, I've always thought she has a smushed face like a pug or something. I don't know. Well, I don't know. She's a girl, and a girl today, if I could uh, think about her, then she's okay with me. Bring her around, and I'll do it. So, Phyllis Diller. These days. <laughs> Fine. I'll take it. <laughs> sort of Ruth gods. Buzzy. Honestly, guy. <laughs> Ruth, baby, <laughs> keep your shoes on. We'll be fine. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, 3.52. Dear Lord, they're going to fire me. Uh, 1990, what's this? 1996, Snoop Dogg and his bodyguard were found not guilty of first-degree murder. The jury deadlocked on voluntary manslaughter, and they declared a mistrial. My, I don't remember that at all. I remember what, what, that in the 90s. What, it yeah. went on for like a year. It was 1996 when he got uh, found not guilty. And a, it was a in some jury. park what? in L.A., and a gang member was approaching uh, Snoop's bodyguard, and he... And they shot him? Yeah. Was it a gunfight? Or, uh, it, was, uh, it, was a, it came across, he, he was, was not guilty by self-defense. Aha. Wow. Yeah, and it, it, it charged with first-degree murder. That's pretty... And so is Snoop, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, he and his bodyguard, bodyguard both yeah. charged. Yeah. 
Anyway, you got so on. It's one it thing, I mean, again, I can't imagine being on trial for anything, but it's one thing if it's manslaughter or something like that, but first degree, first degree murder? murder. Yeah, that's big time Charlie. Murder. Yeah. In fact, for some reason, I've been watching a lot of those uh, Dateline NBC things that are repeats on USA or A&E oh, or just watch AMC. USA and you'll find any Law & Order, Special, vi- yeah. special Victims Unit or anything yeah. like that. So. But I, I don't watch the series. I, I watch the actual documentaries of cases that they've repeat. That on uh, Friday nights on NBC, they have Dateline crime uh, repeat of whatever happened to the girl found in the park and her family never knew, you know, that kind of deal. And I've been watching a lot of those things. And in a lot of cases, man. They stay cold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the other thing is you can be nailed for stuff that that you really didn't do. But if you were part of it and you allowed something to go on, you can f- face some serious well, now consequences. now that they have surrender, sur- uh, what is it? Uh, my mind Say just, it. Uh, Conspiracy? No, uh Forensics. Oh, forensics. They, yeah, they, they, can find, they can find anything. And the other thing is uh, security cameras. They caught, they caught a guy murdering, uh, uh, convicted of murdering his wife. And the reason they caught him was because he said, well, uh, I can prove I didn't do it because at 9.15, I was going into the Starbucks or whatever the case. And they showed video cameras saying, no, that wasn't true at all. And a couple of video cameras, at di- security cameras. Minority report. Boom. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, they're everywhere now. Yeah, plus cell phones. Everybody is, is videoing everything. Anyway, just for the record. Uh, 354, Kim Pete and Flounder. Uh, coming up, Julian Assange is back in court here today, too, by the way. Uh, and uh, the uh, uh, Benefer is coming back in the movies along with Jennifer Garner. And uh, Taylor Swift and her boyfriend are having a little, like, a social media. Oh, God! (laughs) Wait, but 3.55 must be time for a Flounder's Funny. Well, anytime (laughs) I hear Taylor Swift, are you about to talk about it? I figured do anything. So here we go. the mouth for the giver, okay? Actually, I believe there's so many things women can do better than guys. Women can do things. Here's one example that I I was at the mall with my nephew babysitting. I'm just walking through the mall, and a woman I didn't know pulled up a knee. She goes, is that your son? I go, no, it's my nephew. And she, she, without any hesitation, she says, he is adorable. What's your name? You're so cute. Marcus, when you turn 18, I'm coming back for you. You're a little heartbreaker. Save him for me. He's like, yeah. And she walked away. Went back to shopping. I challenge any man in this room. (laughs) Any guy, go to the mall. Just approach a woman you don't know. Is that your niece? Can I have a word with her, please? (laughs) Wow. When you turn 18, I'm coming back for you. (laughs) Save her for me. That's a good one. (laughs) You don't get to walk out of the mall. They escort you out. And that's our our boy. That's Kayvon. Oh, oh, that just sounds like the other guy that we like. Nate Bargatze? Yeah. Doesn't it? I thought it sounded like him to me. Anyway. Uh, cool, pretty funny. Uh, 356 with the Kimmer Pete and Flounder. 404-741-1230-741-1230. And uh, just a quick little kind of a, uh, we got some more crime stuff. I don't feel like talking about it right now. We'll get to it. And Julian Assange and also warning about New York and some reaction to the truckers thing too coming up. And apparently they're, the Teamsters are getting aboard on this and it may go nationwide. Anyway, on our, um, our celebrity love beat, Ben Affleck. And the wife he cheated on, Jennifer Garner, are teaming up for another movie. And uh, Jennifer Lopez is maybe none too happy about it. Uh, Let's see. Jennifer Lopez married uh, Ben Affleck. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Jennifer Garner was married to Affleck. Well, okay, let, let me run down the line. Uh, they're going to do a movie together with the three of them. Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Lopez, and Ben Affleck, and they all have a link. It started when Ben Affleck 
teamed up a number of times with Jennifer Lopez uh, back early, 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 like 20-something years ago, and then he married her in 2022. They fell in love after they met in 2001 as, uh, on the set of the movie Jiggly, or Giggly, whatever it was. Uh, they were the famous couple nicknamed Benifer, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. That was uh, in 2001. Okay, fast forward. September 2003, Ben Affleck and Lopez postponed their nuptials. They were engaged a few days before they were going to walk down the aisle. Then they ended the engagement two years later. Then Ben Affleck went on to date uh, went on to date Jennifer Garner in 2004. They got married in 2005. Then he started screwing the babysitter after they had a few kids, and they got a divorce in 2018. Jennifer Lopez, in the meantime, married Mark Anthony. That was in 2004. They have 15-year-old twins, and they got divorced in 2014. Okay, then uh, Jennifer Lopez ended her engagement to Alex Rodriguez in 2021 as she and Ben Affleck rekindled their romance 20 years after they first appeared in one of her musical videos. Uh, they are back together again, and uh, now a month later, Lopez announced that the couple was engaged for the second time. They surprised everybody when they got married in July 2022. And now they're all, and Ben Affleck has said many times his biggest regret in life was that he cheated on Jennifer Garner. And apparently it was with the, the nanny or the au pair or whatever they call them these days. Uh, anyway, 358. And just very quickly, I want to dwell on this because they make fun of me. Uh, Taylor Swift has got a new album coming out called The Tortured Poets Department, which apparently is kind of a slam at the guy she dated, Joel Alwyn. She dated for six years. And he apparently had a group of boys-only group that he called The Tortured Man Club. And I'm not sure. Apparently, there was a, a big falling out, and there was into this, and now there's a big social media thing. And, and she got a new album where apparently she's going to blast him, and her fans are saying, boy, I can't wait. Uh, I'm actually so obsessed with the concept of this album. Uh, All's fair in love and poetry, given you treated me the way you did. It's fair game to me to write about it. Ooh, so this is for her. You know what? <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's a, it, frankly, it's pathetic it, that your whole career is based on you writing songs about people you dated. Breaking up, At yeah. some point, what's the comment? a denominator here, Biatch. It's you. Yeah, you would think you would think that it would have ended. That, that well, of course, she started doing the album a couple of years ago, long before Travis Kelsey. I'll bet she's this is not a teenager yeah, anymore. Right. Not with the angst. I, I I totally agree. This is a little weak. A little, you know, the boyfriend breakup, boyfriend stuff. Wow. Uh, luckily, I'm the kind of guy who never, you know, worries about that kind of love loss kind you? of deal. Four this morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Happy song, sad day in history, 403, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Great white action. It's on this day. I uh, played the wrong one. This is Stevie Wonder. I was going to say, it sounded like Stevie Wonder to me, but I'm doing the impersonation of Great White. I, let's do Stevie here instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
You know, I'm just trying to go with the flow. I just read what's here. Fired off the wrong key. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, this is probably just an audio of, of, of instrumental version anyway. <laughs> I could have probably pulled it off. Uh, uh, this day, 1977, winners at this year's Grammy Awards in 77 included Stevie Wonder for Best Album with Songs in the Key of Life and Best Vocal Performance, which you're hearing right now, uh, for I Wish. Best Album went to Chicago for Chicago X. And Best New Artist went to the Starland Vocal. Oh, God, the Starland Vocal Band. <laughs> uh, with, with Afternoon Delight. Oh, God. Oh, I used to hate that so much. Our birthday list includes the uh, naughty little Cindy Crawford. Yeah, Cindy's uh, 58 today. Yeah, get that Pepsi out of the machine there. All right. Uh, 404. And... Uh, in this day in history, 1720, oh my, 1725, the first scalping by the evil white man happened in New Hampshire. The colonists took 10 scalps from the bodies of Native Americans they had attacked in order to claim a bounty in 1725 of 100 pounds per scalp. Hell, you could retire on 100 pounds money in 1725. Good Lord. What a horrible, oh my, it's like hunting buffalo for the hides. That's kind of impersonal, don't you think? These are our Native Americans. They were the people here before us. I'm sorry to me, D.L. I saw for many years I thought I was a Sioux Indian. I think think in a a previous life I was a Sioux Indian, Lakota Sioux. Almost positive. I have Indian art. You know, I have Indian clubs. I have a couple of Indian clubs, uh, war clubs, actually made by Indians. And and, and I got them in South Dakota at the Indian Reservation. And I also have a... uh, one of those uh, wish uh, dream sticks. It's a long thing with a little, uh, uh, I call it, uh, what the hell, a little round thing, circle with the little sticks in it, and and it's like a spider dream web. Catcher. Or like, uh, yeah, dream catcher. Yeah, yeah, I got one of those things too. I got, I got a lot. Yeah, of made things. in Korea. <laughs> you go to China, you go to Tijuana, and you, you think you're buying a bunch of Mexican blankets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you turn China. it over, it's made in China. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I've wasted a lot of money in Mexico over the many. Not anymore. Yeah. A lot of it wasn't wasted. No, a lot of it was some, some was nice really, entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> I used to make sure I'd, I'd, I'd go down when they woke up out of their siesta because they had something for me around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So <laughs> hey, I'll get you back here. Americano. <laughs> Young girls. 406. <laughs> Ah, thank you. <laughs> oh, lordy. Uh, a couple of things, a couple of newsy things here. Uh, Julian Assange, back in the news, he's having a hearing today, and it's, he's trying to prevent being extradited from Britain to the United States. Assange is 52, spent 18, uh, a trial on 18 counts relating to the WikiLeaks high-profile release of troves of confidential U.S. military records and diplomatic cables. His supporters say he's an anti-establishment hero, a journalist who's being persecuted for exposing U.S. wrongdoing. Remember when these things came out, I mean, they exposed how uh, uh, diplomats feel about each other. He exposed uh, military things about uh, who you can trust and who you can't. I mean, there was, there, there was some real secret stuff in here about how people feel about each other around the world. It was a, a huge, huge deal for quite a while. Um, uh, Julian, they say, is a political prisoner. His life is at risk. 
They uh, likened him to the guy Navalny in Russia who just got murdered. His legal battles began in 2010, spent seven years holed up in Ecuador's embassy in London. He was dragged out, put in jail in 2019 for breaching his bail conditions. He's been held in a maximum security jail in London ever since that. He even got married in there. Britain has approved his extradition to America two years ago. A judge initially blocked it because he was a mental health risk. He could kill himself, they thought. His legal team's trying to overturn that appeal of a two-day hearing in front of the judges today, starting today. Uh, he had publicized, uh, published rather classified information. Um, uh, let's see. The uh, guy said if convicted, Assange could be given a sentence as long as 175 years. Probably if he's convicted, it'd be more like 30 or 40. Uh, and there's no consideration given in any sentence to an alleged CIA plot to kidnap and poison Assange while he was in the Ecuadorian embassy for all those years. Uh, they're, they're saying he's being prosecuted for publication of the leaked materials, aiding and conspiring. Uh, and, uh, by the way, I'm sorry. He, he's not being prosecuted just for publicizing or publishing the leaked materials, but he is being prosecuted for aiding and conspiring with former U.S. Army intelligence analyst Chelsea Manning. Used to be a guy, now goes by Chelsea to unlawfully obtain them, disclosing names of sources, putting those individuals at grave risk of harm. If he wins the case, a full appeal hearing will be to consider his challenge. If he doesn't, he'll be going to the Equatorian Court of Human Rights. Uh, WikiLeaks first came to prominence 2010, publishing the military video showing attack on Apache helicopters in Baghdad that killed a dozen people, including two uh, of Reuters reporters. Uh, then he released thousands of secret classified files and diplomatic cables that were highly critical of U.S. appraisals of world leaders from Vladimir Putin to members of the Saudi royal family. Remember, it was a horrible scandal, but they had to apologize or explain themselves for the stuff they were saying off the record about our foreign friends, supposed friends and enemies. Anyway, he's back in court trying to get prevented from being extra. He's been locked up in, in, in jail, uh, yeah. uh, including the Ecuadorian embassy. That can't be any fun for like seven years. My God, that's not. not the way to go. I'm torn on him. I, I think, I think he did a service by exposing a lot of BS and a lot of uh, bad stuff with the government. But on the other hand, but, he probably yeah. got a lot of people killed. There's, well, there's a huge but. The problem is he, you know, he exposed the duplicity and it's like it's like the Pentagon Papers on Vietnam. You know, they knew they were not going to win the war. And on the other hand, you can't say, well, it, you know, I, people died. I, you know, I have a little personal story. Uh, so you can't just ignore it. And again, the, with uh, Assange, it's the it's the big but. You know, he, he was he, releasing stuff as as a report is one thing, but and that, that's a pretty huge but. So I I don't know where this will go. Either way, I mean, he's been basically in jail for 20 years. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, yeah. for 14 years uh, so far. 410-410. Uh, now, this guy, Kevin O'Leary, do you know this guy? He's a Shark Tank investor, Kevin O'Leary. And he was doing a, he was talking the other day to an interview with Fox Business. And after the judge in New York fined Donald Trump $355 million. And by the way, uh, Trump can uh, Trump is appealing, but even... To appeal it, the judge ruled that Trump has to come up with the money while he appeals it. Trump has 30 days to come up with $355 million to the court while he appeals. And if it's tied up in appeals court for 10 years, that money is still tied up in appeals court for 10 years. I mean, what a crock. Anyway, uh, so that's going on. And here's Kevin O'Leary talking about how he's going to deal with New York State as an investor from now on. Uh, Flounder for you, Kevin O'Leary right here. 
every investor is worried because where is the victim? Who lost money? This is some arbitrary decision a judge made. This policy and what this says, what does this say about the bar, the legal bar in New York? Aren't they going to question this judge? What is this? $355 million and there's dollars as a, as a penalty and there's plus interest at 9% and there's no victim? I'm sorry, her, her words fall on deaf ears to everybody. There's nothing she can say to justify this decision. And this has nothing to do with Trump. Nothing to do with Trump. Forget about Trump. This is not a Trump situation. This is a New York problem now. The whole world is looking at this saying, what are you doing to yourselves? O'Leary said uh, they got a lot of work to do to get out of this situation. It's all occurred post-pandemic. Winner states versus loser states. And New York is a loser state. Uh, her words fell on deaf ears. Uh, this is the attorney general. Uh, and he said, he, he, he tell it like it is, businesses will be fleeing New York State after the judge's corrupt ruling. And by the way, even the Babylon Bee uh, says uh, some of those truckers who have vowed to boycott New York to respond to the egregious fraud fund of Donald Trump, the boycott's been a source of concern for the city's school teachers. It could delay shipments of gay porn to their elementary schools. Uh, some, you know, inner city, inner city schools are too poor uh, for the privilege of having pay a gay porn at home so the vulnerable population relies on us to provide them with armfuls of such material at taxpayers expense if our supply of smut for kids is cut off these children may in fact die according to democratic lawmakers and by the way kid rock and jason aldean have just announced they will cancel new york from their you can't cancel america tour in order to stand with donald trump and the truckers you can't cancel america and they're canceling their new york tours which i think is freaking hysterical uh the shipment grows rapidly this boycott business talks are now surfacing about taking it national uh, so far with truckers for Trump, liberals say, well, New York City has ports. Well, the truckers will be out of a job. Oh, really? Uh, this guy writes, apparently you don't realize how many truckers are just contracted. These are many own their own trucks. These are needed when demand is high. They don't run. You get shortages. They don't have to deliver anywhere they don't want to deliver, period. You need trucks coming in New York. You need trucks to take loads from the ports. You need contraband yep. drivers, contracted drivers to keep up with the demand. So you think, oh, well, they never do. They can do whatever the hell they want. And he thinks, I'm not going there. I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> you know who's going to take it over? The mob's going to take it over yeah. and charge outrageous prices I, for trucking. You know, honestly, I think th- this I, I, New York, I think, is in a serious, serious situation here. And I don't know whether it'll, I, they, the polls still show that there is still a, a Democrat state that, that Biden's going to beat Trump in New York state. But uh, I, this could Idiots. be a, a death knell here. I mean, this could really start something. Uh, literally, 414, Kimber Pete and Flounder here on 106.3. Happy Tuesday. Happy, happy song and a very sad link to it. Give her and Flounder, 420 on 106.3. This is Great White. This was a day, 2003. A hundred people died after pyrotechnics ignited the club during a gig by Great White in West Warwick, Rhode Island. Great white guitarist Ty Longley was among those killed in the accident. Two brothers who owned the club were charged, along with a former tour manager, with involuntary manslaughter. 
Foam soundproofing material at the edge of the stage set alight, and the blaze spread quickly in the one-story wooden building. Fans all tried to escape through the same exit. Great White began a tour in July 2003 to raise money for the survivors and families of victims. And uh, on this day in 2003 was a great, terrible tragedy. And I forgot what the... I think they were... Weren't they convicted of... Uh, of manslaughter or involuntary manslaughter. I don't remember what the punishment was or whatever happened, but it was a horrible. Over 100 people died. And bad music. Yeah. and But again, one exit and they couldn't, nobody, I mean, it was just a nightmare. I think they probably changed a few rules after that. Uh, 421 birthdays include Sandy Duncan. Remember the little teeny little blonde cutie little girl with one eye? Actually, she had two eyes in her head, but one of them worked. Sandy Duncan uh, is 78. She did a lot of Disney. <laughs> she had a glass eye. Well, no, she didn't. Well, well, no. In fact, she did not. Yeah. No, here's yeah. the truth. No, here's the truth. Yeah. Sandy Duncan is 78 years old. She was in uh, a bunch of Disney movies. Uh, I can't remember, but a whole bunch. You may, you may know that. She lost her eye. She had a tumor behind her eye when she was 26 years old. And I just Googled it. And it turns out that because her eye, the dead eye, they cut off the optic nerve to it, but because the dead eye kept moving, the muscle didn't change. So when she looks to the left or looks to the right, both eyes still go the same way they're supposed to, so they didn't have to take it out. Is that incredible? They left it in there. They didn't have to remove it because it still moves like it's just there's nothing. She can't see anything, but it, it looks like it goes like the other one. So they didn't take it out. I just looked it up. I had just Googled it. So unless they're lying to me. Hey. Could be lying to me. Hey, guess what happened yesterday? What? What happened yesterday? Krispy Kreme began selling, and it's limited time off for four chocolate donuts, except it's going to be Hershey's chocolate on the donuts instead of the regular. I love their regular chocolate. So. Well, what's the deal on the, why, why Hershey's? Is this kind of some promotional deal or something? Yeah. And now is, is that, with Hershey's. Yeah. Well, now is Hershey's supposed to be better than the one they had? I don't think so. I'll I bet love it's not. Chocolate yeah. I, I th why, yeah. Why, why mess with this? This must be a money thing. I mean, why would they? Yeah. What the hell? You, you don't mess with. They look good. It's not like I'm going to turn one down if yeah. it's handed to me. Well, I know. I, God, I haven't been to a donut. Last time I went to a donut place was on the way to the dentist. And on the way to the dentist, I stopped at Krispy Kreme and got a dozen assorted and walked into the dentist's office with a box of donuts. And they loved me. They took care of me. <laughs> Every time I go to the dentist, I bring a box of donuts. <laughs> and the girls love it. Oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, I give them little oh, kisses donut, on their man. neck. Oh, sorry. Uh, let's see. If I got a, oh, a historical note, let's do a little quick historical thing. Well, the other day, we talked about the Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton duel. And Alexander Hamilton deliberately apparently missed and got shot and killed uh, because uh, the other guy did. Aaron Burr did not. And then Aaron Burr shot him, disappeared in Georgia for a couple of years, and went back to become vice president. It's freaking hysterical to me that he's, I'll finish out my term as vice president after I killed the Treasury Secretary. Anyway, on this day in 1839, the U.S. Congress prohibited dueling in Washington, D.C., so, and again, the duel was, I recall, 1804 or something back in the day. Uh, 424 with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. How's it going? 404-741-1230. Uh, oh, uh, this is incredible. It just popped up on Fox News. Indiana parents have a warning. And this is like the second or third story where this kind of thing has happened, where children are in danger and the parents are in danger of losing their kids because of pronouns. A Catholic couple in Indiana is asking the Supreme Court to hold the state accountable for keeping their child out of their home because they declined to use his chosen name and pronouns. 
The uh, Indiana Department of Child Services, Mary and Jeremy Cox, are appealing to the Supreme Court, investigating Indiana officials refusing to refer their son using pronouns and a name inconsistent with his biological sex. Uh, They're pursuing the case on behalf of the family, arguing state courts allowed Indiana to keep the child from living in his parents' home because they disagreed about his gender identity and religious beliefs. Completing the investigation, the state said the allegations of abuse against the family were unsubstantiated, but they still argued the disagreement over gender identity was distressing to their child. So far, I don't know whether the kid's boy or girl. Do you? How the hell could you have a story about the gender thing with a family saying one thing and a kid another, and they don't even mention the freaking the, the gender or the name or the sex of the freaking kid? I mean, it's just unbelievable. The president's conscience, the school, no parent should have to endure what Mary and Jeremy have been forced to go through. Uh, keeping a kid away from loving parents because of their religious beliefs, even when the state admits there is no abuse, is wrong against the law. They, in 2019, uh, here we go. Their son told them he identified as a girl. But in line with their Catholic beliefs that God created human beings with an immutable sex, male or female, they did not believe in referring to him using pronouns and a name inconsistent with his biology. So uh, their son was struggling with underlying mental health issues and uh, he had an eating disorder. They sought therapeutic care. In 2021, Indiana began investigating them after a report found that they were not referring to their child by his preferred gender. Uh, removing the kid from their custody, placing him in a gender-affirming home. Despite the unsubstantiated claims of abuse, they claim that the Cox has made the kid's eating disorder worse than worse after he was removed and placed in a transition, even though it got worse when they took him away and put him in another home. Uh, this is just outrageous. This is what every parent's afraid of. We love our son, wanted to care for him, but the state of Indiana robbed us of that opportunity. We take him away. This is unbelievable. We're hopeful the justices will take our case and protect other parents from having to endure our nightmare. Good Lord. You know, it's funny you, you hear this about Catholic families. You don't hear them taking Muslim kids away from Muslim families, do you? I don't think they have enough Which guns. Which they shouldn't. Yeah. Which they shouldn't. Of course yeah. not. It's, it's family th- talk about the family's rights to families. Holy cow. But they'll go after the Catholic. Well, in fact, this is here's an ironic uh, related story too. Listen to this: the funeral they had a transgender activist at the uh, Archdiocese of New York at St. Patrick's Cathedral in Manhattan. A couple of days ago, a transgender activist and all the church knew, all that uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral knew was that uh, the uh, pastor said all we knew was that the family and friends were requesting a funeral mass for a Catholic. No idea that the welcome and prayer would be degraded in such a sacrilegious and deceptive way. This transgender activist funeral has been called a scandal within one of the most preeminent houses of worship in America. They condemn the funeral of Cecilia Gentili, a leading advocate for trannies as well as sex workers and people with HIV. The uh, Reverend Enrique Salvo, pastor of St. Patrick's Cathedral, thanked those who share our outrage over the scandalous behavior at the funeral. They had no idea it would be degraded. A thousand celebrants, including transgender people and friends, supporters, chanting her name, applauding, singing, offering praise of their stature, leading the light of the city's LGBTQ plus and alphabet community. Uh, and the only deception present they claim was that St. Patrick says it claims to be a welcoming place for all. Well, 
if you mock them by having a tranny uh, celebration of a party uh, for a funeral, you know, I mean, come on. And by the way, you didn't tell them what you were going to I mean, it was, uh, you know, kind of sneaky. If you want to be, if you yeah. want to be above board, that's one thing. Be above board and take your chances. They're not Catholic. Their sex is their religion. Is yeah, what it has is. Has nothing to do with it. Catholic, unbelievable. Uh, mercy, 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 mercy. Okay. Oh, Joe Rogan has an idea, and again, this name keeps coming up, and I don't know why. He's the worst governor of the worst state. Joe Rogan says the Democrat Party is setting up Gavin Newsom to run as the leader of the ticket. Again, I've been saying for three years now they're going to throw Biden down the stairs or he's going to have a problem or they're going to, you know, there's no way they can keep him going out there. Obviously, it's all, in fact, we'll talk in a second about the New York Times is still going after him. And John Stewart kind of did and then had to kind of walk back. You'll hear from him in a couple of minutes by Exodus voice in a second here. But Joe Rogan was talking to a fellow podcast guy who said, gee, don't you think it's a ruse running for president? And Rogan says, I think they're going to get rid of him. I think they're going to move him out. They're going to force him to step down. If I had to guess, they're setting up Gavin Newsom. <laughs> the honorary title of Benjamin Franklin Presidential Practice Professor at the University of Pennsylvania. Joe Biden made $900,000 when he gave two lectures or something by that. And they're saying uh, he hasn't got that kind of willpower, mental power anymore. He's out, and Gavin Newsom's the guy. Well, I can't imagine. Well, uh, I bet they will because he looks like a presidential candidate. He looks exactly like a Democratic presidential candidate should look. 4.30, Kimber Pete and Flounder. Good grief. Where are we going here? <laughs> Bob Dylan with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. 434, 106.3. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine. Do the bumps of dime in your prime. <laughs> then you. Bob Dylan. Dun, 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 dun. People call, say, beware, doll. You're bound to fall. You thought they were all. I'm kidding you. Bob Dylan on this day in 1991. Awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award at the 33rd Annual Grammys, starstruck Jack Nicholson introduced a purple-suited, fedoraed Bob Dylan who said, quote, you know, it's possible to become so defiled in this world that your own mother and father will abandon you, and if that happens, God will always believe in your own ability to mend your own ways. Thank you. It's the damnedest acceptance speech I've ever heard, I think. You know it's possible to become so defiled in this world, your own mother and father will abandon you, and if that happens, God will always believe in your own ability to mend your own ways. Thank you. And off he goes. <laughs> well, uh, hey, the man won the Nobel Prize for literature, so who am I, you know? Uh, let's see, 435. Birthday list includes Peter Strauss. Oh, I, I, I was going to do another one there. Well, I'll do him later. Peter Strauss, the actor, is 77 years old today. Remember, he uh, did a lot of 70s movies, 80s movies, I guess. What's that? Rich man, poor man. Here you go. Uh, he, uh, a good-looking guy. He did a whole, a whole bunch of those things, too. Uh, There's uh, 4.35. The 4 o'clock hour is brought to you by Atlanta Safe House. You need a safe. You just don't know it. Yeah, I lost my Social Security card once. Should have been in my safe. You know, they have a, a showroom in Ackworth. Tell them the camera sent you. Learn more at atlantasafehouse.com. Uh, 4.36, let's call it. 404-741-1230. Well, uh, just in, President... Uh, Dog farts uh, approval ratings are getting even worse. Uh, President Showers with daughter is plagued with abysmal approval ratings. The latest one is a Monmouth University poll just released on the uh, border handling of President 
<laughs> crime family, 26% Americans approval. 26% approve of his open border, let them all in. When broken down by party affiliation, about half the Democrats approve of his handling immigration, 21% of independents, and two Senate Repu- Republicans, of course, uh, 38% of Biden's overall performance as president, uh, f- uh, disapproving is like 60%. Vice President Carmela Sidepiece, the shiftless and lazy worst vice president in American history. Her numbers are the same, 60% approval. 14% approve of Congress as well. Uh, and, and by the way, borders people, customs and borders people say last month there was a record 302,000 migrants at the southern border in one month. In one month. Broke the monthly record set in September. 302,000 people in one month. Yeah. <sighs> Unbelievable. And uh, uh, by the way, John Stewart, I tried to take him on. John Stewart's now back on The Daily Show just uh, once a week on Mondays, I guess is how they're working it. And he had a second show back uh, last night on Comedy Central Late Night Series. And he got a bunch of backlash after his first night on last Monday. And he had uh, generated plenty of headlines and big ratings where he mocked Biden for his age-related cognitive problems. And then the progressives started slamming him, accusing John Stewart of basically helping inadvertently Donald Trump. Well, John Stewart came on last night and uh, dealt with it right off the top there, Flounder. We have two candidates who are chronologically outside the norm of anyone who has run this is audio of uh, his first for the presidency in this country, in the history of this country. They are the oldest people ever to run for president, breaking by oh. only four this years the Biden, record that they set! <laughs> They are at the age, they are objectively old, they're at the age, there are no more age-related milestones to hit. They got the RRP card, they've got social security, they've got their movie discounts. There is no, oh, wait till you hit 88, you get to drink and drive. No! <laughs> Still a funny guy. Now, do we have his other one where he came on and said, uh, you're No, let me, me get that. Hold on, I'll, I'll find it. Uh, okay, my, uh, well, we'll come back. We'll get that here shortly. But he came on and kind of had to explain himself. Uh, and by the way, the uh, New York Times is not giving up, and they're even uh, doubling down on their scathing opinion pieces about President Fart Breath. Uh, The White House has been very unhappy about this. The publisher, A.G. Schultzberger, has been publisher for six years. He said the White House is extremely upset. He insists the paper will continue to report fully and fairly. Oh, that'll be the day. He said, (laughs) yeah, please, all the news that's fit to slant. Uh, He says the paper is dedicated to providing comprehensive and fair coverage. (laughs) Please. Uh, He is a historically unpopular incumbent, the oldest man to ever hold the office. We've reported on both of those realities extensively, and the White House has been extremely upset about it. The criticism from the Biden campaign and certain members of the press. Uh, the uh, former, uh, the, uh, the, the, the balls on these people. The former New York Times public editor, Margaret Sullivan, a girl editor, says she believes the coverage of the Times, is, uh, particularly the Times, has been sensationalized. She says, for the media to make this the overarching issue of the campaign is nothing short of journalistic malpractice. To stop going, she said, stop going overboard in your coverage and commentary about Biden's age and tone down the coverage and the commentary on 
on the topic. Oh, my God. That's exactly the reason they should be talking about it. She's got it backwards. They're trying to hide it again. It's the basement strategy all over again. They're helping him. It's what the Nazis did. They hide the bad stuff, promote what they feel, the lies they're going to tell you. Oh, he's doing great. Oh, he runs us around ragged every day. Remember all those comments? Come this is unbelievable. She says it's sensationalism. Oh, I hate these people. I hate these people. They've described an opinion piece as a, a team as having no plan on how to deal with his senile behavior. He should simply not be running for re-election. In fact, I heard somebody talk. In fact, I've, I've suggested this for a long time. The idiot ought to finally just come forward with an address to the public, much like LBJ. LBJ said, I remember hearing this. I remember hearing this, and I was in a very bad place when I saw it on Armed Forces television and radio. Uh, I shall not seek and I will not accept my party's nomination for president of the United States. LBJ said it, and he uh, he did the right thing. He did the right thing. Joe Biden should have a national address and say, ladies and gentlemen, we're all familiar with all the stuff's going on here. Here's the situation. Uh, it really is better if uh, I step aside. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to run for reelection. I'm still your president. I'll continue until the last day in office, uh, but I'm not going to put my name out there to run for reelection. I think it's better with all that's going on in America and the world and everything else. We need to kind of start, start from scratch and get the best uh, 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 candidate we to to beat that Donald Trump and just he'd be a hero. Because nobody it's 80 percent of Americans say that he's too old. He can't do it. So, I mean, I don't know what they're waiting for. He'd be a hero. Step aside. Do it now. What are you waiting for? It's going to be too late in a minute. The Daily Mail just reports that Hunter Biden claims the special counsel mistook his lines of crack cocaine for sawdust <laughs> and insist photos were sent to a psychiatrist as a joke. <laughs> and by the way, there's a, there are more and more calls now to release the transcripts and the audio of those interviews that uh, with the her report, the HUR report, that showed that he's, he's, he's gone. It's over. He's an empty shirt. Release every single word of the transcripts. Release the audio. And it'd be, it would be the ball game. And I don't know why they're why they're not doing it. You, it would seem to be. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why they're not doing it. And hold, we got to call. Hold on, Gary. Uh, it's, it's just like the FBI director, the disgrace of Atlanta. Uh, what's uh, uh, Christopher the Cossack Chrissy Ray? Uh, when he said, "Oh well, we knew the laptop, the Hunter laptop was real. Uh, we knew it was real. I know people are talking about it, but we didn't really think it was fair to release information that might interfere with the election." No, no, no. Excuse me. That's exactly the time you should release truthful information so people know what they're voting. I mean, I can't believe it. If it had been a Donald Trump laptop, I guarantee you they would have said, well, we just wanted the truth to come out because it was important for the American people to make a decision based on the facts. You dirty, stinking scumbags. That's exactly what they did, and that's exactly why they're not releasing the her report because it would put him in the ground for good, period, politically. It'd be over. He would go as a stupid old fool. Couldn't remember when he was vice president. My God. And that's the reason they're covering it up. It's the basement philosophy. The FBI did it. The CIA did it. The National Intelligence did it. The Director of Central Intelligence Agencies all did it. All of them did it. The 51 people signed the document. They all did it. And they're doing it again. Unbelievable. Uh, 444. <laughs> you know, what's that? <laughs> oh, Gary, Gary, I'm sorry. I got my, Gary, I'm sorry to make you hold this long, man. You're on the radio finally. I appreciate it. Welcome aboard. <laughs> Hello, Gary. 
It's Bill, actually. Uh, Bill, Bill, Gary, whatever. You're going to have to change your name, sir. <laughs> That's my fault. I'm tired of being wrong at everything I freaking do this whole hour. <laughs> Bill, what's going on? <laughs> Sorry, you're man. The best, you're the best, Cameron. You're the best there is on radio. No, I'm Listen, the worst. I, to, I must make a comment about Biden's approval rating being the lowest ever, yet there's this liberal, I don't even know where this is coming from, but there's this liberal initiative, and with President's Day coming, they rank the presidents, and they said this is the yeah. best president, and so on. So Biden was ranked 14th of all the presidents, yeah. and Trump was ranked dead last. Last, yeah. Biden's yeah. approval rating <laughs> is the lowest in the history, and and Trump is beating Biden by like five points in every poll. So the American people, the populace of America, is totally, totally in conflict with, with whatever yeah. this yeah. liberal. Where does this stuff come from? Well, they have the media. All they have to do is, is release stuff, and the media says, oh, great story. We'll, we'll take care of this right now. I mean, but finally, I think the tide is turning because even the New York Times is now, you know, showing what kind of occasionally showing what the situation is with this guy. And other people, you know, uh, the headline here on Fox News, Biden faces abysmal approval rating on handling immigration crisis. So it's, it's you know, it's, it's coming. But still, they'll, honestly, uh, Bill, I think the hatred for Donald Trump is so strong that they don't he Joe Biden's the one who could kill somebody uh, on Times Square for no reason at all and they would still vote for him anything against Donald Trump uh, it's it's frightening uh, for all the stuff and most of the reason they hate Donald Trump is for the wrong reasons that the things they think he said or did are, are absolutely not true which just makes it even worse to me so amen and so he's but three out of four people in America want him out of office. Yeah. Yet these guys say he's the 14th greatest yeah. president in the history <laughs> yeah. of the United States. Yeah, top, yeah, top half. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God! Well, it's, like, it's like we're living in it. We're like we're living in some sort of a. Uh, yeah, it's know, a, it's a Bosco world. Yeah, it's definitely a, a, a tipsy turvy, that's for sure. Uh, Bill, be careful out there, man. Thanks for your kind words and your, your phone call. We love it. 446, Kim Repeat and Flounder right here. Look out. Good grief. Kiss me, baby. My car, Christine's going to give me kisses all the way home tonight. But first, when I get out there, I'm playing Toby Keith. <laughs> I will not be playing Kiss, so. although I'm sure they're wonderful people and everyone. On this day, 1976, all four members of Kiss had their footprints implanted on the pavement outside Brahman's Chinese Theater in Hollywood, 1976. Just got the big footprint deal there. Our birthday list includes uh, the hideous Mitch McConnell leading the Senate Republicans, 82 years old. Come on, Mitch. I mean, uh, uh, term limits, term limits. And one more political thing here on this day in history, fairly important uh, decision by the United States Supreme Court. The court ruled that the federal government has greater power than any state, period. Feds come first. You can't do state law that supersedes the feds. 
451, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. By the way, the John Stewart comment when he came out, he did a show last Monday, and he was kind of, you heard the comment of he was blasting uh, both presidential candidates as too old and uh, so forth. Well, he came on last night, and he said, well, the response to the first show was universally glowing. Well, maybe not universal, uh, but the backlash was on Twitter. Of course, he said everything on Twitter gets a backlash. I've seen Twitter tell labradoodles to go frank themselves. I just think it's better to deal head on, head on with what's an apparent issue to people. I mean, we're just talking here. We just won Franken show. It was 20 Franken minutes. I did 20 minutes in one Franken show. But I guess this famous saying goes, democracy dies in discussion. But look, I have sinned against you. I'm sorry. It was never my intention to say out loud what I saw with my eyes and then my brain. <laughs> that was John Stewart uh, sort of apologizing for <laughs> pointing out that Joe Biden is a freaking disgrace. You know, I, I, honestly, the, every, the more I think about it, the angrier I get. This is not funny anymore. This is, this is, this is horrible. This is anti-American. <sighs> Have we got phone calls? Actual phone calls? Yes, we got Patricia on the line. Patricia. Hey, a camera babe. Hi, Patricia. You're on the radio. Welcome aboard. How's it going? Just fine, Kimmer. How are you today? We're doing great, sweetie. What's up? Well, in listening to all the hatred for Trump, I just want to make a point. When he was president, we had the, the executive office, the House, and the Senate. And we only passed one piece of legislation because the Republicans in office hated Trump more than they loved the United States. And he had to do everything by executive order, which, of course, Biden did away with. Yeah. The only piece of legislation we passed was the income tax reform. Here's the kicker. It expires January 1 next year. Oh. Remember the clause that said you could only declare up to $10,000 of, like, state taxes right. and property right. taxes? Right, in okay. New York, yeah. That goes away. That goes away, which means we will end up funding all the sanctuary cities and all the migrants because you'll be able to claim thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars 50000 or more. That was a huge— re uh, right pe People may not remember that that law meant that uh, people uh, in New York State, for well, they were— we're singling out New York in particular. If you had, uh, you know, two hundred thousand dollars of uh, tax deductions for your properties, you could only claim ten thousand or of, of mortgage property or whatever it was. So they were getting killed, having to pay a lot more taxes than than they normally did for years and years. And if that goes away, uh, that could, you know, I mean, here we go again. And like you say, I mean, hell, New York just did a fifty million dollar program. All those illegals are going to get a, a, a credit card for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I think they want the illegals because then they'll get another house seat if they get enough people in there. It's a question of are more people leaving faster than the illegals yeah. are coming yeah. in. Yeah, and again, another point, like you may, may just made, uh, Patricia, is that the Census Bureau counts number of bodies. They don't count number of citizens. If you have 5,000 illegals living in your house, you have a household of 5,000 people. And it counts on the, on the census, which means that your state will probably get more Congress people because you have more people to be represented. Uh, and again, it's all a scheme. It's uh, changing America, changing our culture, changing our beliefs, uh, change, uh, hell, changing our our uh, mindset. It's changing our, our goals. We can't, we, you know, uh, preventing us from doing things we normally would because of all the backlash or, all, or lawsuits or, uh, you know, rules and regulations. Hell, hell, they take away your kid because you don't want them to be uh, the kid, 15 year old, to become a girl. Um, I, you know, Patricia, something bad's going on in this country. We've got to stop it. We have to put on the brakes. <laughs> 
everything you do every day to try to talk some sense into people. Well, but you know the old saying, you can't fix stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's not the heat, it's the stupidity. Patricia, thank you. Always a pleasure. Uh, great to have you, boy. Thank you so much. 455, Kim or Pete and Flounder. 404 741 And just in... Two adults are now charged in the deadly Kansas City Super Bowl shooting. Well, adults by definition, uh, one of them is 18-year-old Dominic Miller, and the other is 22-year-old Lindell Mays, facing second-degree murder charges. Uh, They're being held on million-dollar bail. And apparently, we're getting to the bottom of what happened here. Prosecutors say that Mays was in a verbal argument with another person he had no connection with. It escalated. Mays drew a handgun, and then the guy Miller drew his handgun, and is believed to be the one who shot Lisa Lopez Galvan, the local radio disc jockey, mother of two children, who died, and he shot her by accident. Both men were struck by gunfire. They shot each other, being treated in hospitals, expected to be going to police custody. Uh, before you're not going to be released. I mean, they were released into jail, million dollar bond. Um, uh, 22 people told, God, 22 people were shot. Nearly half were under the age of 16. These two numbskulls, gangbangers, and their, uh, you know, teenage uh, 14-year-old black guy uh, gangbanger companions were just shooting willy-nilly into the crowd, apparently. God, it's just, it's unfreaking believable. At least 11 kids wounded in the shooting. Nine were shot, and the others had injuries trying to get away from it all. Just <laughs> unbelievable. Now two adults. Yeah, adult 18 and 22. Uh, some adult. Uh, oh, uh, oh, 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 here we go. I got, I got a, 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 a five to six. Uh, another update just coming in on my newsy iPad. Hunter Biden's lawyer says the photos on his phone showed sawdust, not cocaine. Is that what you just did a minute ago? I thought that was a joke from the Daily Mail. I, I mean, the Babylon Bee. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. They're disputing the picture on the special counsel's filing, saying, oh, no, that's not cocaine. It's it's sawdust. I'm talking about his drug abuse. The photos were in a court filing proving he was addicted to drugs when he answered no to drug use on the gun. Oh, my God. So now the lawyers are saying, well, he can't, he's not guilty of drug abuse because that wasn't cocaine to prove he was doing cocaine. That was sawdust. He was clearly doing sawdust, Your Honor. Therefore, he should be able to get his gun. He wasn't lying on the gun permit after all. Oh, my God. Uh, the lawyer said one of the photos taken in the office of his psychiatrist received the picture. The lawyer said uh, it was from a master carpenter who was a coke addict. The accompanying photo in the court filing was meant to convey to the youngest Biden was too, uh, was overcome uh, that he too could overcome any addiction. The lawyer, uh, Biden's lawyer called the prosecution reckless, making such a hyperbolic and sensational claim in a public filing Mistaking sawdust for cocaine sounds more like a storyline from one of the 1980s police academy comedies than what should be expected in a high-profile prosecution by the U.S. Department of Justice, unquote Biden's lawyer said in court today. Good grief. (laughs) Holy smokes. Times are changing all right. Uh, There's a little tiny New York town in upstate New York, and they now are are, are lamenting. Come on, open up, you dirty stick. Founder, here's what I'm talking about. I was just reading my iPad, and now I'm trying to open up the damn story, and it's blocking me. It won't do a damn thing. 
Oh, I hate that. I, I just, I don't know what, what hell is that. Oh, here we go. Uh, New York Village losing its soul. The nation's oldest gun manufacturer, which is Remington Arms, is fleeing New York State in the Mohawk Valley after 200 years in New York State. And the Remington, the oldest gun manufacturer in America, Remington, is moving to Georgia, where company leaders say the firearms industry is supported and welcome. The little village uh, northwest of New York City is bracing for the manufacturer to officially move and uh, say goodbye. And that means all the jobs, all the people, their identity will be gone. Well, you asked for it. You deserve it. Start acting like Americans again and this won't happen to you. Idiots. Honestly, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. And welcome to Georgia, Remington. Hell, I've owned Remington. I, I've, a, I've a, at least one Remington in my closet right now. In fact, I think yeah, my shotguns are yeah, Remington. Yeah. I got. In fact, I have two Remingtons. I just remembered with the other shotgun. Did I get you well, a I Remington shotgun? Did I get you and Flounder one? I think I, I think did. Mike Brooks gave us one. Uh, well, I gave like, like four of my. I thought I gave them to you. I gave them. Uh, no, oh, I Mike, gave a whole Mike bunch came of them with those short. Those short. Yeah, that, those, those for me. SWAT teams use. No, that was from Mike. Well, I gave somebody a couple of them. <laughs> 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 anyway, five o'clock. I honestly got them down. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. <laughs> Double whammy! together, ladies. Left shoulder, right a bike. Ready on your dog, target. First slide to the rear. Road guards out. Look out. It's only me. Don't be scared. It's only the camera. I got nothing. Everything's going to be fine. 504, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder on 106.3. Here's a phone number, 404 741-1230, 741-1230. A lot of stuff going on, just in some more breaking news. And I almost hate to do I just hate to talk about it a little bit because it just made me upset because I'm a, a father of two daughters. If you've been following or you may have heard about the case of the uh, little Texas girl who disappeared on the way to school. Her name was Audrey... Cunningham, and they found her body in a nearby river at Livingston, Texas. She was 11. Uh, they have uh, uh, announced a, a person of interest, a 42-year-old neighbor apparently, arrested on unrelated charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and uh, they gave him opportunities to cooperate with the investigation into Audrey's disappearance. He was probably, the cops say he was probably talking to her at the bus stop. She went, she, was, she walked alone 
11 year little girl, little 11 year she looks teeny to me, she looked about 8, but she's an 11-year-old girl, walked alone to the bus stop, and the cops say he was probably talking to her, the bus stop, we do feel that was the, list, uh, the last person to see her alive. He was lying during uh, their interviews with him. There were some occasions when he would uh, take her to the bus stop or even to school if she missed the bus. And the cops said, we don't want to jump to conclusions. We're trying to build a strong case here. But uh, the 11-year-old should have gotten on her bus uh, when she was last seen. Uh, she never made it to the bus or to the school. They lived in a camper. Oh, the guy, I'm sorry, the guy who's accused of taking her lived in a camper behind their house where she lived with her father, grandparents, and other members of the family. Their mother said she believed the McDougal guy would babysit the 11-year-old girl while he was staying at her father's house. They're trying to piece together a timeline of this guy McDougal's movements. Uh, high probability that a backpack located in the woods nearby belonged to her, and apparently they found her body in a nearby river. And they're going to have an update in a couple hours. Dear Lord. And the first thing I thought of, well, you know, she was she was tiny. Not that that should make a difference, but she was 11. Now, I'm trying to think back. When my kids were 11, well, that was a different time. You know, 40 years ago, 35, 40 years ago, being 11 and walking to the school bus was no big deal these days. But again, I'm thinking of an 11-year-old girl, little, little cute little 11-year-old girl, tiny, walking by herself to the school bus. Is that a problem? Uh, Pete, I don't know. What do you think? 11-year-old girl walking to the school bus by herself? I just, how times have changed. In 1967, my sister and I, she was in fourth grade. I was in first grade in Falls Church, Virginia, walked to school. Yeah. And it was a mixed-race school, so it was a mixed neighborhood. It wasn't Lily White. But we walked to school back and forth every day and didn't think anything of it. Yeah, me too. We never had a problem. Hell, we would. You know, we used to hitchhike. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm so, so sad about 11 year old girl. And well, this guy used to babysit her, so of course he had her confidence. Well, and when we were young, you heard about pedophilia and stuff like this happening. It was very rare yeah. because they were scared. Yeah. They were scared of us. They were scared of the cops. They were scared of the judicial system. Now they're the victims. Now they're not scared of anybody. We need more vigilante justice. I'm sorry. We need more. We need to put the fear of God into yeah. them to stop doing this. I, in fact, I heard on Glenn Beck this morning, he interviewed or he had sound bites of a woman. I can't remember the organization I was you know, working on the show, had it on the background. But the woman was basically trying to make the point that children need uh, sex and love, too. And it's really wrong to try to discriminate from having from having little children enjoy the, uh, you know, proclivities of a, of a nice sexual uh, of the, Ooh, the warmth. Put me in a room with her. Sure not. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't understand. I mean, it's just, it, it's, well, it's perfect. Well, there was, there's a couple, a, a transsexual couple that they gave an autistic child to. They let them adopt. First of all, they're mentally ill, and they let the, the and they basically treated it like a, a dog that they were abusing. They ba basically left it outside. They left it with, there's crap everywhere in the house, and basically abused the autistic child. What judge allows the freaks like that to have kids in the first place? <sighs> Well, hell, they just Indiana just took away a, 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 parent, a Catholic parent's kid because they didn't want to call him a girl when he wanted to be a girl, and they referred to him as he, and he wanted to be referred to as he. So he complained, and the state came in and took the kid, put him in a foster home, and now they're going to the Supreme Court to try to get her kid back. I mean, my God, a juvenile. I mean, if you're 18 and you want to cut your balls off, have a ball. You know, I think you, you know, 
Like, you're an adult. If you can go to war and kill somebody or get killed, then you ought to be able to do pretty much any freaking thing you want, including right. drinking. You be able to drink a beer. Yeah, yeah, right. I agree. Uh, but again, you know, that's. Uh, well, hell, I was I was in the Marines before I could drink. <laughs> hell, I was in Vietnam before I could drink. I was a sergeant in the Marines before I could drink them. <laughs> I oh. oh, well, never mind. Oh. I bet you could find a Mai Tai somewhere oh, in no, I mean, No, I mean, I was drinking. <laughs> I'm not saying I wasn't drinking. I'm just saying legally. Uh, hell, I was a sergeant in Vietnam in the Marines before I could have a drink. Dear Lord, that's the dumbest thing. <laughs> Jeez, 509. Uh, anyway, some good uh, news from the, the federal Gestapo investigation. Apparently, they thought they were going after Donald Trump, and they really put their hearts into it. The hacker group that's called Lockbit has now been stopped by the FBI after they held Fulton County ransom in a cyber attack weeks ago and said, if you don't pay up, we're going to release all your information, block you and all this kind of stuff. And they did, uh, partly at least, and shut down the offices at Fulton County. The uh, East Roswell Library computers haven't worked in weeks. Uh, let's see. Um, a property tax system will still not take electronic payments. Only a third of county phone services are restored. Uh, there's no system-wide technology system for the county justice system. They, uh, the county called the incident financially motivated, never said if they paid the ransom. This uh, seizure of Lockbit, apparently a bunch of Russians, and these are the guys who, you know, ransomware, and they say either give us money or we'll ruin you. And, and, and frankly, the experts say... Uh, let's see. For now, the ransomware giant accounting for 25% of the market appears to have been wiped away. This is the group called Lockbit, the Russians. The, the way this was achieved was they took down their back-end infrastructure. Not only was it Lockbit, but all the affiliates they work with them shut down and impacted. But it's the most organized group run like a corporation. They say the takedown will likely deter others who hope to operate at this level. Uh, but until now, they, all the experts say there's really nothing you can do but pay them. Pay them or they'll ruin you. And they do and they can. Uh, 5.11. And some sad news, uh, although, I mean, I, I don't feel bad. I feel bad about her, uh, but, you know, whether you feel sorry for her or not, I guess, is a whole other thing. But a porn star named Cagney Lynn Carter. And, again, if you're an adult and you watch Pornhub or Ex uh, uh, Hamster or whatever those, uh, Flounder, what are those, are those again? Anyway, if you watch all those adult porn sites, uh, Cagney Lynn Carter is well known to you. Uh, she was 36 years old when she, the other day, put a shotgun in her mouth and blew her head off. Uh, Cuyahoga County, Ohio. She uh, was having a fight with Chris Brown and claimed that, uh, Carter claimed that Brown paid her to be his escort and shared pictures of his fork got her account suspended. The tweets have been deleted over their fight they had with Chris Brown. Uh, I can slap you blank, blank with your Chris Brown's blank on my time. Oh, anyway, it goes on and on and on. They had social media fight. It's all uh, right. He claimed it was all rubbish. But two of her friends say uh, even in it, she killed herself. And they say even in her darkest days, she still showed up to the studio, always ready to learn, contribute, better herself in whatever small way she could manage. She was a porn star. I don't think bettering yourself and learning, other than, you know, if I put my leg behind my neck this way, I can learn a new technique, I guess, probably. Dear God. So she put the last thing in her mouth. She put a shot. Well, anyway, Cagney Lynn Carter, dead by suicide, 36 years old. And I feel bad for her. You know, uh, believe me, uh, porn girls and strippers and stuff like that have a, pro have a serious mental issues and psychological issues about men. 
And I, 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 I and I and I've done this myself. I've well, I haven't gone in thirty Long? years, but no, no. When I went into the Gold Club, they had me for the big New Year's Eve party. I was a celebrity, so you know, black tie thing. Anyway, whatever. And honestly, I saw some women there, and I actually thought to myself, I know all guys do. Like, saw, I thought to myself, God, you know, if all she does is dance, if that's all she does, she doesn't go in the back. If all she just dances around with her clothes off, you know, I, I could fall in love with her. I mean, she's gorgeous, and she, you know, but we could fall. I, I'm serious. I mean, that, that's how guys they're all get, lesbians. Exactly. I mean, they're all. Yeah, they're all school teachers working on their masters. Uh, you know, but, but again, that's what, you know, the thought. And frankly, they're all troubled. I think they're all troubled. Seriously. Yep. And drugs. Yeah. On drugs. Anyway, 513. Holy crap, it's sports coming up. Kimber Pete and Flounder. Flounder's funny, too. What's that? Not that you know of? <laughs> Not that I know. Uh, yeah, right. Well, yeah, Flounder. Hey, God, never mind. We'll come at 513. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. Look out now. It's only me. It's only the camera with Pete and Flounder 517. And coming up, the latest on the news. Also, that slimy judge in New York. An update Flounder just found for us. What a hound dog he is. And even more. But first, holy crap, it's sports with Pete Davis. Braves' first spring training game is this Saturday, the 24th at 1.05 in the afternoon against Tampa Bay. Meanwhile, righty Spencer Strider is working on his breaking pitch down in Northport Uh-oh. just to give the batter something else to think about. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> thinking wow. about bailing out is what the batter's uh, thinking oh, about. Mercy. <laughs> ESPN's Jeff Passan reporting that MLB expansion is coming with the two leading cities being, what do you think the two for, leading for Major cities League Baseball, uh, Nashville, yes sir, and uh, yes, sir. Vegas, Na- Nashville and Vegas. No, well, no, all right, hold Vegas on. Vegas is getting the Oakland A's probably. Oh, that's right too. I'm sorry. Well, then, uh, uh, Phoenix. N- no, Phoenix has the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh hell, that's right you know, too. You're I so forgot. close. Well, I forgot. Uh, maybe. No, <laughs> do you would, follow baseball? Or uh, is well, oh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Uh, how about Charlotte? No, Charlotte. They're not going to put one in Nashville and one in Charlotte yeah. at the same time. It's okay, well, you got me then. I, I, I don't know. Probably Northern and City. And the Braves maybe? probably won't be too happy to have Nashville involved either because that, that cuts into Braves Nation, yeah. you know, uh, Tennessee and all that, Eastern Tennessee. Well, Nashville uh, and Salt what? Lake City. Oh, really? Are they uh, Salt yeah. Lake City? Uh, well, I guess they're. No, I'm trying to. Yeah. What's, I wonder what the link is. Well, Are they known as a baseball? I mean, I don't, what's the link there? For... They wanted to put it in Portland to give Seattle another oh, team God. up there no, to be close no, to. No, no. But Portland is is basically becoming a third world country. Yeah. So yeah. they don't want to put it there. No, right no, 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 no. Plus the weather. It. My God. You'd have to have a dome. You couldn't, it rains every freaking day. It had day. to be a dome. Yeah. You're right. The college football playoff board of managers unanimously approved a model and uh, that model is Cindy Crawford. No, that oh, will hey. guarantee the five highest-ranked conference champions will be in the expanded 12-team field this fall, along with the next seven highest-ranked teams. I'm assuming that's Associated Press, the AP uh, poll. And, and these will, these teams will be included in the what? The 12-team playoff. So oh. you're going to get the five champions uh, without the Pac-12, by the way. Bye-bye. Yeah. And uh, then basically the highest seven after that. Now, would this mean that Florida State would definitely have not been yeah, they would have been in. outpicked. Yeah, yeah. Which well, that, well, well let's see in. how this goes. We'll see how the now is this going to be unwieldy? I mean, is that just a lot? 
Mm, it's about right, frankly. It's probably a little much. Yeah, yeah. probably a little too much. Okay. But who cares if yeah. your team gets I agree. In? I agree. Yeah. yeah. Play. And NCAA President Charlie Baker said he is not in favor of any rules or federal laws that would place limits on the way college athletes transfer between schools. Oh, man. He has no sympathy for coaches complaining about it, too. This is par for the course for the NCAA. They wait till something becomes a crisis, and then they wash their hands and say, well, it's not our fault. Well, on the one hand, you know, this is America, and if you're an adult, you have the right to make a deal with somebody. And on the other hand, if you're given a college scholarship, they should be, the the students ought to be paying back their college money. I mean, you know, they should be paying for their way if they're making a million dollars to play baseball. That that argument has flown the coop. What we need to argue now is that you put rules and regulations on things to make make them sure it doesn't go insane. And right now, being able to transfer anywhere you want five, six, seven times. Without setting out. They used to have to set out. Yeah, well, not anymore. You don't want us to have them set out. That's stupid. The set out rule was stupid. But I'm telling you, three schools should be the max. Three, two transfers, yeah. three schools. That's yeah. it. At That's at just least. my yeah. opinion. Absolutely. Former NBA player Robert Reed, who spent most of his 13 career with the Rockets, has died at 68. Mm. He had a battle with cancer. Oh. Robert Reed is um. gone at uh, 68. And uh, Cameron Flounder, yeah. who is William Byron off the top of your head? William Byron. William Byron. Uh, he and a guy named uh, Keats were very famous lovers. They were poets Lord, together. Lord Byron? They, is that where you're Lord Byron go? and Keats together. Shelley Keats, the whole crew. They wrote Frankenstein together. Yeah, is a former NBA basketball player? Well, there you are. Flounder's got the answer Percy, for you. Bish, Kelly, and, 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 yeah, well, and all those guys. Absolutely. Uh, no, that's, that's not William right. Byron oh. is... No, it's not right. It's now the winner of the Daytona 500 yesterday. Oh, is that his first race, too, wasn't it? The first time you won a race, I think, wasn't it, or not? No, he no? He, he won six last year. Once oh, again, you're just, just a little I, I auto racing, not well, also a sport you pay attention to. <laughs> well, you know Along what? With baseball. I, don't, I don't watch SportsCenter anymore. I'm, I, I, do, I, I got the radio going and the freaking Fox News going and my typewriter going and my phone going looking stuff. I got four sources of oh. stuff information in the morning from 521 until, you know, I leave to come to work. And I, do, I can't watch yeah. SportsCenter anymore. I didn't yeah. even know. that. I forgot the race was run. I was going to see. I wanted to see the highlights because I, I hear there was a huge crash. Uh, which I, th- I, sure I hope you'll talk you. about. I, I can't. I can't watch. I'm sitting, sitting there. You got the typewriter. You got the, the door on yeah, with I the do. word press written in a, a card stuck in it. You got a, an ashtray full of smoking cigs. You got a bowl of amphetamines next to you, so you can keep going. I can see it now. Yeah. I got no, my IBM. The reason selectric. I mentioned this. Yeah, yeah. William Byron, I had never heard of until he won yesterday. Wow. I had never heard his name. That's how far NASCAR has dropped. Yeah. I used to go to them. Yeah. I used to go to the races at AMS. And now I don't even know how they, they run the races. I don't know if these stages have anything to do with. I had never heard of William Byron's name until yesterday. Wow. I drove a 280Z at Atlanta Motor Speedway around their course for kicks one time. They oh, let me, me do and that. Wayne drove those little yeah. uh, race cars, those 1930s yeah. things. Uh, around. That's right. That's right. That was fun. Yeah. How fun. He enjoyed have doing that. By the way, William didn't know he'd won because his crew chief was crying. It ended under caution. He's going, Did we win? Did we win? And the guy's just <laughs> blubbering. <laughs> the guy had no clue. Oh, mercy. And by the way, a race ending under caution is like your date leaving yeah. right after dinner. Yeah, you know? that's not, uh, no, that's not good. You, you need something. a little more excitement there. Yeah, at the a little end something there. at the you know, end something, there. Something. Guess how much sports betting was done in the United States last year. Give me a money figure. The whole, the whole money of spo- all, all sports betting? Racetrack yes. and gambling and, uh, and Vegas and all, all. Oh, my God. 
Uh, $4 million. No, let's go higher. How about uh, $4 billion? How about $17 billion? Let's see. Yeah, it was somewhere in the middle there. $10.9 billion, the most ever. Wow. And it's going to go up this year, by the way. You know, doesn't the House still win? Don't people know that the House still wins? Yes, sir. They do. Not the Super Bowl. They lost. The House lost on the Super Bowl. Did they? Really? Anyway. Yes, they did. Oh, that's right, because Uh, of that play. Remember yesterday. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, when it went overtime, yeah. that, that that killed him yeah. in Kansas City winning. Remember yesterday when I was talking about the Falcons and you suddenly interjected with a rant about who cares <laughs> about the Dolphins, and I said, who's talking about the Dolphins? Yeah. And you said, I was. Yeah. And I said, no, I was yeah. talking about the Falcons. Yeah, was, and you insisted. I said, yeah, Dolphins, I not Falcons. I insisted. And I said, yeah, well. Well, Gwendolyn actually went back and inflicted upon herself the pain of having to listen <laughs> to the replay and says that I said, Falcons, not Dolphins. And who said this now? I will. Who, who? Gwendolyn, who's Gwendolyn? a major contributor well, to the show, big listener. No, no, I got I will now sit back. I will go with the Kimmer you Babes. Issue a retraction. I will go with the Kimmer Babes. I always go with the Kimmer Babes are number one. I clearly was wrong. I misheard. And I have nobody to blame but my stinking ear rockets. You have freaking gunfire and I can't hear crap anymore. I'm oh, sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Gwendolyn, thank was you. That? For, <laughs> I, it was my who fault. It was my fault. I, I'm just, what can I tell you? I'm not good. I'm not. I'm not a role model. I'm not good, and I'm going to be suffering for the end part of my life. It's just a just a thing. Who, who shoots? In what, I, in what what fifty caliber? caliber. What? Yeah, fifty, 50 caliber, caliber in a room guys. indoors. Yeah, mm-hmm. no Ba-boing. earplugs. <laughs> well, no, I had them, but they no weren't working. I had earplugs in my ears that I had had for years and years, and they clearly were defective because it didn't work, and I've been suffering ever right. since. Every second of every day. <laughs> well, that's, that's uh, the Falcons-Dolphins mystery was solved. Now on to another. Ah. The New York Post claims it knows exactly what Travis Kelsey yelled at his head coach, Andy Reid, during the Super Bowl. Huh? And I'm going to have to clean it up. All right. Here, Hey, come on, you blanker. Put me in. Well, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I've said that to my coach. I don't understand. Why are they hiding that? What's yeah. the big What's deal the big unless he said the N-word or something? Yeah. I, I don't understand. I, I've, yeah. I've, we've all done it. You know, put me in, coach. Come on. I mean, you know, I mean, we've all done that, especially if you I haven't you're, said the N-word. No, well, no, not the N-word. No, no. <laughs> no, oh, God, no, no, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> the sheriff is all near. Right. <laughs> Former Falcons running back Mike Davis, no relation, has retired after eight seasons on six teams, including Atlanta for one year. Drafted out of the 49ers in 2015 out of South Carolina, Mike Davis has retired, and good for him. He was up for yeah. the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award when he was here in I Atlanta. I remember so him my, for, I, for that man. one season, I think. I remember him. Uh, yeah, one back. season. Yeah. And the coddling of these mentally ill tranny freaks has gone too far again. KIPP Academy, K-I-P-P, is a prep school in Massachusetts, has a trans-identifying biological male basketball player on their girls' mm, basketball team. So recently they played against Lowell. It's Lowell, right? Not Lowell. 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 No, Lowell, yeah. Lowell Collegiate Charter School. In that game, the male injured three girls on the Lowell team so badly it forced Lowell to forfeit the game at halftime. Let me repeat that. The trans freak hurt the little girls so badly they could not keep playing. They were scared to go back out. And the so-called adults just stood by and let this happen. Let the traumatizing happen. You can watch the disturbing video where he slings these girls say. around like they're rag dolls. Oh, my God. Why isn't, that the, why isn't that the lead story on every newscast? And why Fox oh, News not got it? It's Daily, Daily Mail finally has caught oh, up. God this started sakes. yesterday. The Daily Mail started leaving with it about an hour or so ago. I'm telling you right 
right now. If I was at that game and it's one of my daughters oh. that he hurt, oh, or maybe please. it doesn't even have to be my daughter, I'd like to think I'd come out of that crowd and confronted not the kid. I would have confronted the coach and the people there letting this happen, the adults in the room who are letting this happen because they're afraid of being called a bigot or something like that. you got to stand up for the little girls. Yeah. In any culture, any society that quits looking out for their children disappears very quickly, and that's what we're doing now for these narcissistic bully freaks. Has there been any reaction? I mean, the first I've heard of this, this, this should be an oh, yeah. enormous story. Women's act. Uh, it's Ganey. It's a snowball. It's Ganey. Women's activist Riley Gaines uh, tweeted this: A man hitting a woman used to be called domestic abuse. Now it's called brave. Who watches this and actually thinks this is compassionate, kind, and inclusive? It also shows the video of him towering over them. He's got facial hair, by the way. Oh, for God's He's six sakes. foot something, and just basically tosses the girl to the ground, and she's laying there on the ground, grabbing the back, grabbing her back. Basically, so it's, it's mental and physical abuse at this point. Holy. According to multiple sources, Kip has a male player on its girls' team, despite the school offering a boys' program. Okay, from the video, it's clear he shouldn't be there. So why would Lowell play the boy? The girls' basketball team finished one and nineteen last season, one and nineteen. But this year, when they put the freak on there, they're in the Division Four state tournament. <sighs> I don't know why anybody would play them. How is it now? This must be known to the rest of the conference. The rest of the this is high school. Is this this is high school? Yeah, isn't it's it? Massachusetts. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it must be known to all the rest of the high schools. This is not a secret. Obviously, if we're talking about it in freaking Georgia. So why would they play them? Why why would they why why wouldn't they show up and say we're not going out there? You can kiss my ass. This is wrong and it's not basketball. It's not girls basketball. I agree. <laughs> freaking Massachusetts, Massachusetts. I just yeah, unbelievable freaking cowards. It's the adults' fault. Uh, and what do God. NFL players do in the offseason? Some party like it's 1999, like Travis Kelsey, and try to drink <laughs> the country dry. <laughs> yes, Some do. do charity work, like the Saints tied in Jimmy Graham. But Jimmy's not content with just holding fundraisers. Jimmy will go to the end of the earth to help people, mm-hmm. and I mean the end of the earth. Jimmy Graham has accepted the Arctic Challenge, a grueling 621-mile voyage, not on the ice, but on the Arctic Ocean. He's going to canoe across the Arctic Ocean. Oh, you heard me. The same ocean containing the ice floes full of hungry polar bears. Yeah. And how about those narwhals with their long pointy horns they used to skewer the unsuspecting canoes, sinking them and then eating the occupants. <sighs> the 37-year-old Graham wants to row his way to history. It's 15 days, and it's going to you know, create charity money. He says he will get it all the way through the 15 days, he promises, uh, if he avoids the grisly death in the maw of a hungry bear or on the business end of a narwhal's horn, he will join the Guinness Book of World Records if he manages to survive. And this guy's name again is? Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. The, uh... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, hope you find your dad, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, Pete Davis, Holy Crap at Sports, 531. Give Pete Flounder. Flounder funny coming up. And uh, oh, we got so much coming. In. Don't go away. <laughs> Wait to hear about this. Can we put that picture up on Facebook? Holy smokes. Coming up here with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder, 537, and the Beatles. Love, love me do. Doink, doink, doink. You know I love you. Uh, 
the Kimmer Beatles, the early Beatles. So please The Beatles. On this day, 1963, the Beatles drove through the night from Liverpool to London to appear on the live lunchtime BBC radio program Parade of the Pops. They performed Love Me Do and Please Please Me. The appearance lasted just over four minutes. Then they drove another 180 miles back for their performance that night at the swimming baths in Dorcaster, Dorcaster, Yorkshire, Farskin, Farskin, Farskins. Why do they have like nine freaking names in there? Oh, all those British have their Dorcaster, Farskin, Winskin, Shrimps. I mean, Dorcaster. Dorcaster, Shrimps, Farskin, Farskins. God. Uh, and by the way, some uh, sports leftovers here, Pete Davis. Uh, birthdays include okay. Justin Verlander, 41 years old, New York Mets pitcher. He married Kate Upton two days no, he's after. Not. What's that? Oh, where, oh, he went to he's L.A. With the Astros. Oh, the Astros. Astros. I forgot. Uh, well, it says here uh, it's my triumph. Justin Verlander now playing with the American League St. Louis Cardinals. Apparently, uh, he married Kate. <laughs> <laughs> he married Kate Upton two days after he won the World Series for the Astros. Yeah. Uh, and he's back with him now. Also, sports birthday. That's uh, I got one there. Hold on, I got some more. He's injured right now, by the way. Uh, well, he's forty-one. I mean, you know, I, I, I hope hope things work out for him. He just didn't he just make like fifty million for this year or something? I mean, a, a pant load at that age. He's, wow, he's doing all right. Yeah, uh, no, he's going to be fine. Uh, Roger Penske, famous racing uh, guy. Roger Penske's eighty-seven, and Charles Barkley. <laughs> Remember when he wanted to be governor of Arkansas? Charles Barkley is 61 today, and so, we just, we so, just so played him the other again, day. <laughs> the, the facts are just a little too fast and loose there. It's Alabama. Oh, Alabama. Wanted I wanted to be governor of Alabama. A-L-A-K-A-R. I mean, come on. What the hell? <laughs> they ended with an A. Alabama, Arkansas. You know, come on. Uh, and on this day in 1996, that naughty little Tara Lipinski... I always had kind of a thing for a little teeny little thing there. She looked like a little pixie fairy on a cake topper or something. 1998, Tara Lipinski became the youngest Olympic champion ever when she beat Michelle Kwan uh, to win the gold medal in women's figure skating. <laughs> she was 15. Let, let's revisit this. So you're attracted <laughs> to pixies and fairies now. Is that what you're saying? Hey, I got nothing. Oh, I have something to offer. I just realized another skill I have. I'm quite proud of this. In fact, the other day I noticed, uh, I don't know when it happened, but the other day I noticed that right in the middle of my windshield, right in exactly where I sit and look, my eyes go right in the middle of the windshield, all of a sudden there was a truck, a little teeny little dot, and it was yeah. a, a miniature teeny weeny instant itsy bitsy teeny little, but the problem right. is it, it, it hit the coating or I guess of whatever it was on the windshield. It didn't hit the glass, but it hit that coating, so it's a bright white like a star, like a pinprick, but it's like shining like a bright freaking star. And I'm th and so I tried to wash it. Well, you can't wash it. It's, it's in the thing. It's in the coating. And so my front windshield, right exactly in the middle where my eyes go. So here's what I did. I took shoe polish, and I smeared shoe polish over the little twinkling spot thing. And it's, it's really literally like a pinprick. And it would, if it were dark, I thought to myself, well, gee, you know, the problem is you can see it where you drive because it's like a bright light. I mean, it's like it's like a shiny star bright looking at you through the windshield. I said, well, if it were gray or dark, it would go along with the road and, the uh, and, you know, the horizon. I would never notice it. So I said, well, hell, I'll try this. I took some shoe polish and I smeared a little bit on the on the dot on the outside and then I kind of wiped it off and son of a gun, it works. I can't see. It's gone. 
I mean, it's there, but I can't see it. And I tried to wipe. I even used a windshield wiper, uh, and it doesn't take much. A little thing, and, and and it disappears. And it's not a safety issue. The glass isn't broken. It's fine. But again, it was right exactly in the middle of my vision in that windshield. And I, I darkened it up with some shoe polish, and it's staying there. And I can't believe how happy I am that I figured. Ladies, that's the kind of you know, that's the kind of skill you can get. You know, with the uh, skills. Well, skills. Sometimes, if you have a, a you know a granddaddy fe- a fetish, hey. I'm just I'm just want to throw my hat in the ring. I I oh I'm kind of I'm kind of messed up because I had a you know I had a little kind of a flirty thing going on you know with the, we were talking to Valentine's Day and all this kind of with that the poems and things and I kind of got a little I got a little got a little kind of you know a little, little, little tingle going there for a minute and then of course it went away you know clearly as soon as I as soon as I walk in the door and say honey I'm home and <laughs> to the silence and darkness <laughs> silence <laughs> yeah you come honey I'm home. <laughs> you hear the mice scurrying, you know. <laughs> hear the roaches getting back in the cupboard, you know. <laughs> I'm a wreck. I'm sorry. I can't help it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Where was it going? Oh, oh the, did you see the ba- the bachelor's on again? And I won't dwell on this. Uh, but again, I just the whole thing makes me ill. The guy looks like a great guy. I mean, he just he just looks like, like a terrific guy. And the girls are all... This is not the Farmer Needs Wife. This is the actual Bachelor series. So the girls are all... They all look like uh, a buxom runway models. I mean, you know, long, flowing hair and uh, big boobs and legs down to here. and all. And all the, well, they had their first crying event where one of the girls uh, was saying... I think her name... I wrote it down. You know, I can't find it. Um, uh, idiot. Use your thing here. Um, uh, Jen, she, uh, she said, uh, oh, uh, she was crying and crying and crying because she said, uh, I don't understand. It hurts to be so vulnerable, to open up so much. And he sent her home. He said, I didn't, I wasn't really feeling anything. He sent Jess home and she said, I don't understand. It hurts to be so vulnerable, to open up so much. Uh, I mean, isn't that the point? Do you try to get to know someone? Aren't you supposed to? I mean, isn't that again? Why, why all these these you know these girls are twenty six, twenty eight, you know, thirty, twenty two, stuff like that. And this whole, I think, this whole generation of women in dating is a nightmare. You know, the the swipe left or right generation phones, social media, you know, well, filling out surveys. That's sex. Yeah, it's it's exactly. And then, so the, now they don't know how to handle themselves when they're afraid to open up and be How vul- oh, it hurts to be so vulnerable. My God, this isn't, that used to be the thing. We finally found a girl where you could, you could be vulnerable to it, that you trust her to not hurt you, or vice versa. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, and then another one uh, was crying like crazy because she wants to have babies right away, and the guy doesn't want to have babies for at least two or three years. And so she said, well, I just can't do this to myself. And so she left on her own, and he's heartbroken because she might have been the one. Now, the other thing which I which which really got me, which I'm uh, quite excited about, frankly, if I can see it right here, um, Let's see. She uh, and she came back and she said, "I'm leaving. I'm leaving." And so they all started crying with her stuff like that. Now Daisy, Daisy is this uh, this kind of teeny thin little blonde chick. She's definitely got a look about her. I like her. She's kind of she's kind of uh, a little much. I think she's probably trouble. She's probably high maintenance. And her name is Daisy. And she's a cute little blonde. She says uh, he goes on off on alone time. He says, "Let's talk." And they go to sit on a on a couch together somewhere, and they have alone time. Well, she's they sit on the couch together. All of a sudden, she says, uh, "There's something I want to know." She puts her bare feet in his lap and says, uh, I want you to know I love foot massages. Uh, can Do you do foot massages? And he picks, he's got her bare feet in his hands now. And, and she says, uh, I need it every night, and I really like it hard. 
<laughs> talking about the foot massages. She's got her bare feet playing with her bare feet. I mean, I'm telling you, I don't, this is a damn. I mean, it's unbelievable. And so that I mean, I'll bet you she's going <laughs> to make a mark. Anyway, so I, I'll be seeing what happens on the follow. Oh my God, it's already quarter six. I can't believe I blew that whole segment. Uh, Kim repeat and Flounder four zero four seven four one twelve thirty. Flounder's funny's coming up and actual stuff here to close out the actual Tuesday show. <laughs> Stand by. Jimmy. 551. Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Jimmy Hendrix is on this day 19... Well, now, hold on. I'm thinking 1969, 1959. That's what I thought I misread it. 1959, 16-year-old Jimmy Hendrix made a stage debut playing a show at the Temple de Hirsch Sinai Synagogue in Seattle. 16-year-old Jimmy Hendrix, 1959. I'll play a little Jimmy here for a second. Uh, there you go. Uh, a bunch of birthdays to get to today here. Miles Teller, Top Gun Maverick, Divergent, Whiplash, the Footloose remake, the Fantastic Four. Miles Teller's 37. Trevor Noah, former Daily Show host, 40. You know, his salary was $16 million a year. Yeah. Trevor Never Noah. funny. No. Nope. Never once funny. A, a wise guy, and you'd think, well, every time you saw him, every time I would see him, he looked like a wise guy who was going to say something really clever and kind of snotty, and it never happened. It just didn't come out so, for some reason. Anyway, hell, he was making $16 million and I'm not. Uh, let's see. Brian Luttrell of the Backstreet Boys, 49. French Stewart, third rock from the sun. Other things, French Stewart is 60. And on this day in 1997, Ben and Jerry's introduced a new flavor, fish food, named after the rock group Fish. Fish food has chocolate ice cream, marshmallows, caramel, and fish-shaped fudge. So there you go. Oh, by the way, uh, two things. Uh, Raquel Welch's iconic bikinis are going up for auction. Raquel Welsh, uh, now, now seen my iPad, my Flounder, I'm trying to scoop it. It's not working. It, it just stops. It, oh, here it goes. Now we go. God, this damn thing. Now it's not, well, it's iffy. Uh, some, uh, some of Raquel Welch's most iconic outfits were up for auction a year after her death. Uh, the famous faux fur bikini she wore in the 1974 special Really Raquel. Uh, it's a replica of the 1966 version she wore in One Million Years B.C. Wasn't that her first movie? I think. Uh, she has the reimagined red, white, and blue uh, one-piece swimsuit for Myra Breckenridge. Uh, the gown she wore uh, for the Oscars with Kirk Douglas. Anyway, so Raquel Welsh's uh, bikinis are going up for sale. Also, uh, Pete just forwarded me this story of a freaking Canada. Man, well, what's wrong with people in Canada? These The leader's right on down. A Canadian drug dealer was handing out business cards to people he wanted to, you know, get a hold of his business. And so he figured the best way to not only make an impression is not only give out the business card, but how about a free sample? Well, he's a Canadian drug dealer. He's a Canadian cocaine drug dealer. So his business card, cards included just a little smidgen of cocaine just to try to see how you like it, to show you that I can do a much better job of delivering your cocaine than the guy you're using now, ladies and gentlemen. Well, they caught him. So, I mean, my God. Well, here, try this. How do you like it? 
Jeez. <laughs> Try a little something there. Anyway. Um, 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 oh, 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 oh. Did, did you talk? Did you talk about that idiot rapper that what he just did with his body? Oh no! Tell the story. Pete just sent the picture. Oh my God! This is Machine Gun Kelly. Is that and he's with who? Yeah, Megan Fox. Megan is, Fox. Uh, squeeze. Oh. And he has tattooed the entire top half of his body from right under his nipples to all the way down to his basically his wrists up to his neck is all black basically. Well, all the only black. The, the only thing white. In fact, the only thing white is from belly button to below his nipples. Everything of the arms are all black all the way down to his palms. His black arms are all black with cut like a white stripe, but his arms are all black, his chest is all black, his shoulders are all black right up to his neck. What the hell is he thinking? Does it he's say why he wanted to do it? Or, I, I'm trying to open the he's story. Trying, he thinks he's a black man. Oh, for God's sakes. I mean, what? That, that can't be, be true. proud of who you are, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I... Maybe, maybe Megan says she prefers black guys, and he's... Well, that's you know. very possible. Wouldn't be the first time. Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, I have no idea the first time. Uh, by the way, a funny thing happened. I, I, I have a couple of prescriptions of my uh, medicine that I take for my heart thing or whatever. And when they get low, I, I used to be Walgreens would call me and say, we're getting your prescription ready. Now they stopped doing that. But so I call them when it's getting low and I go to the, I go to the uh, machine thing. First of all, it's all automated. You can't get there automatic. So it's all automated. And, but now here's a couple of funny things. So uh, this is the new Walgreens. They have a new, a new system. This sounded very funny. They, I said, she said, the Wal the automated voice said, okay, uh, enter your uh, prescription number now. And, I, and I'll say 111222. She said, you entered 111222, right? It always used to be, you entered 111222. Is this correct? If this is correct, press 1. Now she goes, right? <laughs> like she's talking. I couldn't believe it. And, <laughs> right, you entered 111222, right? And I said, and I said uh, right. Yes. I didn't know what to answer. <laughs> and then the other thing was, yes, yeah, the other thing was, uh, it said, if you'd like to mute the hold music, press one. So you can do that now. Who didn't? I, 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 what a great idea. I didn't do it because I want to know when I'm when they're coming back. But, but still, you can now mute the music by pressing uh, one. I thought it was just a nice service. I just give them a little plug there. <clears throat> Although they they used to call me, and now I have to call them. But still, I'm not complaining. Um, and uh, let's see, what else? Was there? Anything else here I wanted to mention here? Uh, not really. Uh, oh, oh, uh, this is bizarre. And I'm hoping, I've said before, I hope when you die, you get a tour. You get your own angel, and she takes you on a tour of, you know, from the beginning, and uh, where's God, and, the whole deal. Well, listen to this. The astronomers have now found the brightest known object in the universe, a quasar, 500, and, and what it says, TN, that means trillion, right? Well, 500 TN times brighter than our sun. 500 trillion times brighter than our sun. Uh, Australian scientists spotted the quasar, the fastest growing black hole. The mass is 17 billion times our solar system's sun, and it devours at least one sun every day. The light from this <laughs> celestial object traveled 12 billion years to reach scientists on Earth. Now, how the hell am I supposed to figure, except that 12 billion years at the speed of light to get from where it is out there somewhere? Yeah, oh, wait a minute. They're just up at this point. Yeah, they're making it. I think, honestly, I think Please. you said, uh, let's do trillion. We haven't done trillion in a while. And again, one of my favorite things, if you, don't, if you think about this, for you to count to a million, 
one, two, three, in a regular counting style, to count to a million would take you 12 days. To count to a trillion would take you more than 31,000 years. That's how big a trillion is. 31,000 years nonstop. Anyway, wow. Oh, my God. Did I blow the whole show? I blew the whole show. Boys, I'd like to apologize. <laughs> anyway, we do have one of those. How about a little Flounders funny? Should we do a little Flounders funny? Let's do a little Flounders funny. It is kind of funny that the Russians kidnapped a WNBA player. That is kind of funny. It's not very funny, but it's kind of funny, right? Brittany Griner, a WNBA player, they threw her in jail for nine years. The Russians are trying to, like, piss us off. That's how you know the Russians uh, didn't do any research on what we care about. <laughs> Putin's like, what will those feminist cucks do without their precious WNBA? <laughs> We're like, take the whole league, buddy. We'll be fine. <laughs> if you're mad at that joke, tell me who she plays for. Jack <laughs> and Nate, Liptard. <laughs> And who's that flounder? Uh, that is Jeffrey Amos. All right, boys. Amos. It's all in the camera. Gotta go. You're killing me. Pete and Flounder. Boys, tomorrow we do it all over again. Hoorah. <laughs> uh, look out. Here we go. This is an extra 1063 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 1063 FM or download the extra 1063 app. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.